The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host or guests and should not be interpreted as statement of fact. Independent fact-checking and corrections are encouraged. Can we get a cup of coffee in here, please? America, you've got a dog that needs walking. That's right, sunshine. Just put on a big pot of strong coffee and get ready to type your little hate mail with your opinions about Kumbaya and Flat Earth insanity. Stand-up comedy? You want stand-up comedy? Well, we got, well, we've got sit-down comedy. It's time for Coffee with the Dog. You make me laugh. I don't know. Well, that's the show for you today. Thanks for coming, folks. We have a very loud band. I hope the band isn't that loud tonight. That's what I hope. Blah, 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 blah. Oh. Well, you have time, Nina. I get it. Oh, good morning, folks. It is Friday, uh, February something, 9th, February 9th, 2024. I uh, hope you're having a, a great morning. My morning is just like, I don't know, it's a clusterfuck of clusterfuckness uh, here today, and I'm expecting that to continue. I have a giggity giggity gig, uh, what is gigatitis? I have a case of gigatitis. That means inflamed gigs uh, this weekend. I'll be uh, working my butt off. A couple of corporate things. I have an acoustic thing with Mikey tonight. I got some uh, facility type uh, shows. I'm all over the place. And my wife has people coming, and they they showed up early to do some work on the basement, and I. I'm not nice to these people at all. And, uh, you know, you wouldn't expect me to be nice to these people at all. But on a Friday when I'm trying to get ready for a show and they're knocking at the door way earlier than they're supposed to be here, I'm double not nice. So there's that. I'm like Joe Biden to, to Peter Ducey. What do you mean? Ah, my memory's so bad I let you talk. That's how I am. Uh, anyway. We're going to make the best of it today. We're going to learn about tattoos. We're going to learn about a band called Robots Rising. Uh, we're going to learn about South Dakota and why we should care about South Dakota other than we, there's a mountain there with faces on it or something. Um, and and that kind of stuff. GD is probably going to do uh, uh, critical joke theory. And uh, that, yesterday, was my friend... Uh, Robert Klein's birthday, uh, and I remember there were some clips about him talking about getting older in the uh, in the interview I did with him, um, and so I found a, a couple of those and posted them. Interestingly enough, um, 
YouTube. Ooh, YouTube. Did Jordan Peterson just get out of here? <clears throat> so, so Jordan, Jordan's trying to break into the studio. Um, uh, interesting enough, YouTube tells me not to publish stuff at a certain time. And I, um, I'm not good with authority or taking instruction like that. So I ignore them. But then they punish me. They say, oh, okay, you're going to do that? We're going to give you three views on this fucking thing. Listen to us. Pu publish this at 10 p.m. So uh, after they beat me down like that, I went back and I published another one at 10 p.m. And they immediately gave me like 3,000 views within five minutes. Uh, from now on, I will be listening to YouTube's advice. When they tell me, uh, don't publish now, publish later, and I don't know if you even noticed this. If you're on YouTube and you're uh, publishing something, uh, there are tools in there, and there are little notes that come up while you're publishing. Most people don't pay attention to them. I haven't paid attention to them, which is why you see some videos at 300 views and some videos have 30,000 views. It's, uh, you got to listen to what they tell you to do. They, they want to help, believe it or not. YouTube wants to help. Unlike Rumble, who doesn't want to help? Now, um, I'm not sure what's going on with Rumble. The numbers keep going up as far as subscribers and viewers, but we never get a whole lot of comments from them. Every once in a while, I'll get one or two comments. They don't come in the chat room here. They come by email because they're not hooked in directly. And part of the StreamYard needs to get this to, uh, shit together and incorporate Rumble as a uh, platform that you can just plug in. And so we can see their chat room and all that stuff. But the other part of it is every single day before the show, I have to go on and set up a separate stream on Rumble and put in all the information and thumbnails and all that stuff. It's extra work. And uh, sometimes they could be bogged down with other people doing their streams for the day. And it just, uh, it's just, it's a madhouse. It's a madhouse, I tell you. Anyway, uh, it's Friday. Let's get ready for the weekend. Uh, it, let's have some fun tonight uh, and this weekend. And forget about it because uh, the winter is on its way out. Now, I did get some video from uh, Willie last night. Uh, I'm going to play this actually before we even get in to kind of set up, uh, set up today's show. I'm going to play it now and then I'll bring the gentleman in uh and we're gonna learn about uh black flag studios where willie had his neck uh he had he had a swastika done on his neck i don't know uh, what that's all about he, he uh i don't know he was speaking in german now uh very weird weird stuff going on with willie um i'm just trying to present let me present allow me to present can i present uh can I do it this way? Oh, you are so slow, StreamYard. I hate you. I really, 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 really hate you. Here it is. Excuse me. Pardon me. Pardon me. Excuse me while I do this. William Conway here outside of Black Flag Studios. Very excited about today. Get to have a neck tattoo done. That's right. Uh, we're celebrating the fact that I am a five percenter. That's right. In case you didn't know, in That's 2007, like five, one the South Dakota DOC told this guy that I was 95% to go back to prison. But this, my friends, this is year number seven of freedom. 
and we're going to celebrate today with Black Flag Studios. Sam's going to be hooking us up with the tattoo, and uh, it's going to be a great day. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a lot of footage for you folks throughout the day. We're recording the entire session, and uh, yeah, yeah, you should definitely check it out. Hi, honey. Hey. Are you excited? Yeah. We're going to, we're going to have a great time. <coughs> we're getting set up at Black Flag. Sam, say hi to yeah, Sam. Buddy. Hi. Yeah. Who was that masked man? Surprise, surprise. <laughs> I'm not properly groomed. That's right. <laughs> Alright, it's the best part of the job. Shaving other men? Shaving another man. Yeah. yeah. That's that's what that's why you joined up, right? Yeah, dude, that's what they don't teach you at tattoo school. <laughs> Check it out, man. There's the stencil. Looks like it says 59. I'm just going to bone you real hard tonight. Oh, Lord. But yeah, really. Come on. <laughs> Talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll be the last Wednesday. Okay, for sure. Yeah, I would just jam it right into his Adam's apple. And that would be fun. Everybody would have a good laugh. For the people on the radio side, uh, I apologize for this. We, we don't have any colored commentary. Uh, maybe we'll get to that later. Maybe we'll re-describe it later. But what basically what we're seeing is Willie laying there. And uh, it's, he's saying something in German. Uh, you can't hear that. Is there a number? Oh, yeah. We got most, most of the Looks very painful. The color we're going to do on the 5%. Super excited. Just had a cigarette, so a little bit nipply. Sam offered me some Pacey's. Said they got Pacey's if I need them. <laughs> yeah, you can cut glass with those bad boys. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty big. They're pretty big. <laughs> I'm ready, Sam. All right, bro. Take me. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, no, is that not? That's, that's not. Hi. Yeah, now I got me. Isn't she pretty? This uh, has not been nominated for an award for uh, the Academy, by the way. There's the final look right now. It doesn't really, I don't know, look like a swastika. I thought it would look a little more like a, a swastika, but um, that's as good as it gets, I guess. Uh, anyway, that is uh, the work uh, that we'll probably be talking about a lot today. Uh, and it, it's, it's Willie's... Uh, neck tattoo so let's uh talk to willie uh oh wait that's the wrong Ooh. thing that's not yeah. gd fenderson that's i don't carl know who weathers. that is carl weathers uh good morning fellas uh good morning 
Uh, how is the Carl Weathers? Not well right Carl now. Carl Weathers is uh, De he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> he's dead, but as he... There is no tomorrow. The only thing sadder That's... than an empty coffee cup is uh, in the morning is realizing that you didn't buy a Valentine's Day gift. Shop MindDogTV.com for all your Valentine's Day needs. And stay out of the doghouse. Yeah. Stay out of the doghouse. But don't you want people to come to the doghouse open mic on no, Tuesdays? It's a different doghouse. It's a different doghouse yeah, in a different place. I mean, you know, yeah. It's just a mixed message that you're sending, GD. It is. Yeah, I realize. Yeah. You know that. You know, Consistency will... is key. Yeah, and I, I didn't realize that. I'm, Ron is probably going to fire me now as soon as February's over because he can't fire me now. <laughs> I think Ron, Ron is on on uh, Valentine's Day. Hold on, let me check. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw him on the. Yeah, no, not week, not right? Valentine's Day, the day before. Okay. No, the yeah, he can't fire me now because this is February. I'm the only black host he has for February. So why is, when March comes, when March why, comes, why is skin color a why is skin color even uh, a consideration in in, in that? I'm oh, because it's black. Humor. I'm talking oh. about black yeah. humor. You, Come on, man. Get with the humor. times, Matt. Oh yeah. I thought you were talking about Valentine's Day. No, I'm getting your pots for your head. All right. Anyway, oh. yeah. Hey, my memory is good enough that I let you talk. Or bad enough oh, that I let God. you talk. Oh my God! So, are you talking about the Biden thing? I I don't remember. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! No. Yeah. Listen, both sides are, are are acting like their guy doesn't have dementia. I, yeah, both guys got have guys it's, have yeah. dementia, and yeah. it's just natural when you get eighty, uh, unless you're taking it my happens. vital C. Yeah. Do you know gonna, that they have like uh, dementia communities where? Um, we're like, it's basically like a whole town that, because, you know, one of the things about dementia is you wander around or whatever. Right. And so there's like whole small communities that are like an old folks home. There's caregivers that like work there and make sure that people Let's, like, look at this fucking right. stupid comment. This is a fucking stupid what? comment. Trump is oh still Trump. He mixes up Nikki Haley with uh, Nancy Pelosi. He mixes up his second wife with the woman he raped. Sharp? No. Not even close. Well, that's probably because he also raped his second wife at first. You know what I mean? No, he, he raped, raped the first wife. Marry a man. He he raped money will make you do weird things. He, he raped the first wife over his hair plugs and banged yes. her head against the wall. Yeah. Um, you know? I mean, Before she dropped charges. Yeah, come on. Trump is still sharp. Give me a fucking break, man. No, no, uh, the funny thing is... Uh, I, I do want to say, Sam let me know that they're going to be about five minutes behind. They'll be here at about 8.20 or 9.20. Your time. So that's the time zone difference. Yeah. Uh, so no. <laughs> the I, when I was watching the Biden thing, I looked at it as like, like a bad improv moment, you know? It's like you know he when a guy says his moment his memory was going bad. It's like I can see that basically he's trying to say like, and I'm sure every comedian has been there except for me. When you you say okay I got I got a comeback for you my memory's so bad I forgot not to let you talk and I know you know comedians have done it a lot I've seen a lot of comedians do that they have like a snappy comeback it just comes off wrong, and being Biden people were like, fuck 
you can't you can't deny that he has a lot of a lot of extremely senior moments. Listen, yeah, I have I have him at sixty four. It gets worse at eighty, and for people to deny that and say, "Well, he, oh, I'm he not denying the- it." I'm, what I'm saying is, he's always been a gaff machine. When he was right. in his twenties, he was a gaff machine. He's just, you know, <laughs> he was he was like he's been a gaff machine his entire political career. That's not yeah. you. Not, yeah. not like this. No, you know, no. I can't. I can't wait. Now. I can't wait for. I can't okay. wait for like ten years from now when Jim Gaffigan plays him in a movie. Like, the fact is, we we need somebody. We need somebody younger and more vibrant uh, than either of the uh, choices that, or either of the three choices. Even though uh, RFQ is only sixty six or sixty seven, uh, he's still. Uh, he's showing, he, I would not be qualified. I would not qualify myself at 64 to be, to have that job. That job takes a lot of fucking energy, a lot. Of, and you can't be fucking pumping yourself up on speed and Adderall and think that's going to cover up for it. That's well, your, I, but on the other hand, he has a lot of institutional knowledge that a lot of other people don't, do not have. And that's something that you cannot just acquire overnight. It takes years to do that. You can well, you can have consult that that has all that. You can have consult that has yes, all that. That's so true. The, you don't need to actually have gone through everything to do that. To be a competent CEO, you need to be Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, you, you do. I mean, what that's about a, Mark Cuban. No Mark, Mark Cuban, yeah. Anybody who is uh, vibrant and knows can work. 18 to 20 hours a day without Adderall and, and, right. and, and with right. a really, uh, you know, uh, sharp presence the entire time. Right. And it, it, you know, to kid ourselves that any of these fucking choices are, um, good. It's just fucking cheerleading. It's nonsense and right. it's silliness. And uh, I mean, and that's the sad thing. So he did ask here, he said, he said, Judy and Will, uh, who would you like to see in office? And nobody so, who's running now, nobody who has a, nobody who's running, on the ballot. And, that, and that, that's the sad truth of it. That's the sad truth of it. No, nobody that's currently in the running. That's sad. but I, ta- I, yeah. uh, I, I absolutely uh, don't want a guy who is who said he wants the American economy to crash because it would be good for him and bad for America. I don't want yeah, a guy who who says that uh, we should be in World War World War Three, and he hopes uh, he hopes shit hits the fan before he gets in office because it'd be good for him to get elected. I don't want that guy. I don't want a guy who's fucking a criminal. I don't want a guy who's going to be a dictator. Told you he wants to be a dictator. So uh, who I don't want is Trump. I would I take Biden for another four years. I don't think Biden will last another four years. Uh, so. No, uh, and I would well, actually take catch up to him. Yeah, I would take RFQ before Trump, and that, and I, you know what, I, I poo pooed <laughs> his chances completely. Right now, he's polling at thirty four percent in a three way race. I think he's got a he's got a good chance, and more and more people yeah. are jumping on his bandwagon. It's, it's still the electoral college that makes the decision, and, and so, it's not just a popular yeah. vote. You know the, the the Democrats have won almost every popular vote since 1832 or something. I don't actually. I, have, I just made that number up. But they've won a lot of popular Jesus. votes, but still, but still lost the electoral oh, college. Right. So it's. I I don't care if RQ is polling at 99. percent 
if he if he's not getting 300 if he's not getting 270 electoral votes he's not being president he's not getting 270 electoral college votes that's true that's absolutely um, true so I did uh, to change gears a little bit I wanted to ask you a question about what you were saying in the beginning so I take it you have gigs on Fire Island this weekend who said that did I say you, well you said you had flaming gigs so I figured they were on Fire Island <laughs> no they're not on That's, Fire Island uh, oh, okay. or, or at a hibachi restaurant <laughs> did I say flaming gigs inflamed I said inflamed oh, inflamed my bad. My Gigatitis bad. is the inflammation of gigs. Yes, right. that, that is true. That well, is, it, sounds like on, it sounds like something you might get on Fire Island. Now, Gigatitis. tonight, uh, I know uh, Scott is uh, uh, patiently waiting. He's in his car, I think. We can't have people driving when they're doing this stuff. We're, we're going to be responsible for, for accidents and stuff. Not me. Oh, no. Hell no. No, 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 you are. You're part of it. You're. No. Um, well, I don't know where Sam went. Sam, no. Sam came in and then he left. I don't oh, know Scott. Uh, Scott. It's not. Uh, it's, yeah, uh, that's Scott. Okay. Yeah. Um, hey, and I don't know Scott from Adam. If he crashes and burns, that's on him. I. I oh my. Never gosh. met him, and if he dies before the show starts, I never will. So. The show starts. Tonight I have a gig that's a four-hour gig. It starts at six o'clock, which is an early gig in a uh a pub i don't know it's a weird uh, we've never played there before it's uh some people have recommended us it's an acoustic duo uh me and mikey are playing there it's a four-hour gig and i don't like to take breaks my whole life i don't like to take breaks and we started out with the band we would do five or six hours no breaks uh but mikey's saying you got to take breaks tonight because he's getting old but for me <laughs> taking breaks slow stuff down it makes the night feel extreme you know you and this is one thing comedians probably can't relate to at all i think about an hour set doing an hour show or a 90 minute show that's a lot of material right. four hours is uh standing there you know performing for four hours or longer yeah. it feels like an excruciating long time i mean, it, I but mean even feels- if you talk a little bit between each song you're still talking about i mean yeah. You're gonna like. I bet you you gotta have at least twenty five songs. In seven there. million. You have to have at least seven million. I, now, see, now I disagree. I think all you need is a in a in a Gata de Vida as an opener. That that's what oh three hours, God. right? American Pie. Yeah, put some meatloaf. American put some meatloaf Pie. songs in there. Yeah. You'll do. Yeah, you'll, American you'll blow Pie through the that dance time. mix. Do American <laughs> Pie the dance mix, party dance mix. That's another hour and a half. Um, <laughs> Oh, nope. uh, 2112. Do, yeah, do, do the opening well, to 2112. With, with, That's with 20 the minutes. Solos, with the solos and the uh, solo, solo yeah. quiz. We'll, we'll slow down here a little bit. Uh, my point was that I was making was uh, four hours feels like a long time, but it feels yeah. 10 times longer if you take breaks. If you stop at um, an hour and a half in for 15 minutes and then try to start it back up again it's it feels sluggish and it's like oh my god how and then it starts to look you're looking at the clock how much time is clicked off the clock that kind of it's it's excruciatingly long but no in a, a pub you can't you can't just do extended bullshit. you gotta you got see in a pub atmosphere people have access to you they can grab you by the throat and say play the song i want you to play it's they're right there <laughs> Uh, so you, there's no fake in it. None of that bullshit. Going I, on. I, 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 have like a show, I have a show I, question real quick. 
right. If we're to do critical joke theory, when do you want to put it in show? Because it looks like we have 19 guests. and We have uh, we have like 100 guests here. I don't know. 100 I don't, guests. See, this my is Willie. only goes off to 19. This is on Willie. I don't even have uh, a 19 guest uh, bucket here. Let me see. What do we have? Uh, six? Is that what we all... I don't have anything to incorporate a six well, shot. We should, probably, we should probably do a joke theory so that we can get rid of that window, right? That, the window is the problem. To do what's up top here. No, I, I think it, it, it's good to save the uh, joke theory to when my coffee cup gets a little bit close to empty. That's when we Oh, do. yeah, sure. That's You know what? That's and, and between talking about tattoos and talking about robots rising, that's when we do that. Yeah, so okay. Somewhere Sounds around uh, 10.05 or something. But before that, I need to pay a advertisement. Uh, okay. We got to get, um, and this is on me, and it's going to be a tough weekend, so it's probably not going to happen this weekend. But uh, there are a lot more advertisers coming on board we got to do stuff with. But for now, one more time, we're going to find out about the red button that you should never press. <laughs> like we lost scott uh which me it could mean one of two things no one of two things <laughs> either he drove off the road well it could mean a lot of things. either he drove off the road he, he, we just lost uh sam now we're losing people uh now sam wasn't behind Man the wheel breaking up all around us yoko where's yoko when you oh, no. right so either scott drove off the road he was pulled over or he pressed the red button uh so Oh, he's back. So Speaking maybe it was just a red button. Speaking of red buttons, I think that that um, it's probably the red button. He got excited. Is, I think that flashlight thing is is named is misnamed. I don't think they should call it the turbo. I honestly think they. It's should not called it. A, it's only in the commercial. It's called the turbo. They oh. changed the name already. Well, that so name, we have to we have to bring in our guests. No joking about red buttons because he never got a dinner. I'm not joking about the red button. I'm talking about the name. And and it should be called the R two Deep Two. No. Yeah, that's what they should no. call it. Because it, ne it never got a dinner. Uh, Willie, uh, you want to uh, introduce Sam and Scott and Robot? Yeah, yeah. All right. So over here, over here, we have Sam. Uh, What's up, guys? Very cool guy. Very. Uh, he's uh, he he's the proprietor, I I believe. That's the, the man in the black mask that from from the video. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. And then uh, over over here, over here we have Robot. That's Robot. He's another artist. And uh, and then uh, down here we have Scott. Scott, are you and you you tattoo also? Correct. Just a dedicated collector. Oh yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. He has a lot of tattoos. You, you collect he's tattoos. Doing, he's the band. I have, a, I have a full body suit. Yeah, I have a full yeah. body suit. 
Oh, I'll I thought you meant you collect other people's tattoos. I was just wondering. Who you <laughs> <laughs> I got them all up on the wall. He skins them. Yeah. Wow. No. Uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, that micro microphone is a little uh, weird. Let me let me see if I can do some adjustment here on that really quick. On, uh, on which one, Scott? Uh, yeah, Scott, talk to me a little bit. Say hello. Yep. Hello. Can you hear me? Sound check. Mic check. Yeah, that's one, a little bit. All right. You will live yeah, with it. Cool. Uh, our first question goes to Sam. Uh, how was it when Willie uh, fucked you really hard last night? Oh, it was it was nice. I loved it. Was this the uh, first time? Yeah, for me, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, you get around, you know. Yeah, yeah. all right, you know. I was uh, to get tattoo, and yeah, I know how it goes. I, I'm sorry for making fun of uh, your artwork. I really wasn't making fun of your artwork. I was making fun of Willie's intention to be a five percenter of being five times a one percenter there, uh, yeah, which is yeah. really what he is. Now, uh, did he speak German at all in during that? Because I know he's been practicing uh, his German. Nein. Uh, no, he did not. I would have been really impressed if he did, though. Nein! Nein! <laughs> so... Sam, are you the one who did the tattoo to cover up his um, swastika tattoo that he had? Oh my god! I, I did. Okay. Yeah, it was Please really, stop saying really that. I've never yeah. had a swastika uh, tattoo. I think we made it work, dude. Come <laughs> on now. Well, it was facing the other way, so it actually means peace. Okay. Oh, right, right. Yeah, so, yeah, supposedly, but we know that uh, he was looking listen, in the mirror I mean, when he got it. I'm <laughs> No, I don't have any tattoos, but uh, I am curious. This is the number one curiosity of people who don't really know about tattoos is uh, women coming in and asking them for uh, tattoos in cool places and how you uh, keep your composure. When a woman wants a butterfly next to her twat, uh, how, how do you uh, manage your professionality in that moment? Who says yeah. he does? I will say there is nothing less sexy than when you're tattooing somebody. Uh, <laughs> it's not like a hot experience at all. Usually they're in a lot of pain. You're focusing on your job, usually surrounded by people too, which, you know, doesn't help. Um, I think when I first started going into it, that was definitely something I was like, ooh, I feel like this will be awkward. This will be kind of weird. But once you start, you know, it doesn't really matter if you're tattooing an arm or an ass or whatever. Like, you're kind of just focused on the actual piece more than anything. Has anybody got, like, one really close to the anus? Not yet. I did tattoo a girl pretty close to her vagina, though. And uh, it was the middle of summer. It was a hot day. That wasn't very fun, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's, what, that's exactly what I want to hear about. I mean... Uh, it gets a little sweaty. It gets a little uh, raw. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're uh, close, man. You're, you're right I'm, sure you're, there, you I'm sure your nervousness causes them to sweat a little bit more, too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Hot lights on it. Hot lights on it as well. Like, I, I mean, uh, do you have, like most artists or photography artists that have hot studios where the lights yeah. are, yeah, all that stuff, too, right? Yeah, um, I've got a huge ring light that definitely heats it up a little bit. Uh, and he, I mean, like, I guess I didn't. I guess I didn't notice heat from the ring light. But he used a ring light for our tattoo. But I didn't really. I was. I was just in a in a white beater though. So. Can you yeah, you were, you were doing fine. Know. You looked like you were cold, Will. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because I went outside to smoke in the white beater. You know what I mean? And, wait, then we came back in and yeah. Can, wait a minute. Then smoking a cigarette makes your nipples hard. For no, but we're outside. In oh, outside. Oh, okay. Outside the cold. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 
that's not clear in the video. That's not clear in the video. You just said, I just smoked a cigarette. You didn't say, I just went outside. You said, I just smoked a cigarette, so my nipples are hard. You can't smoke inside a tattoo shop. Yeah, but some people do. Not in the tattoo shop, but people. You know, it's, I, I Stanhope smokes in his house all the time. He's been on the program. I can't. I can't smoke in the house. I mean, my wife would freak out if somebody lit up a cigarette in the house. But now, right next to right next to their tattoo shop, like like literally, they got back and forth between. They have a little performance space next door, and that's where they've been doing uh, music shows. They've been doing comedy shows there. There's a comedy show there tonight. Like they, uh, it's a great little place. It's a nice little spot because they actually have like two sections. Right. Let me pull up now. This is the Facebook event that uh, corner at Black Flag Studio. This is tonight at eight p.m. Uh, yeah, Kerner. Yeah, he's actually a really good act. Um, he's he's a very unique performer in my opinion. Like, um, uh, and I really like him uh, a lot. Uh, he's been a Brinkman winner three times. He's won the Brinkman. He's been a part of the Snow Jam Comedy Festival. Um, and uh, Adam Googe is hosting tonight. That's a, He's going to be on the show with me in Sioux City that I do on the 17th. So, yeah, it's going to be a good show tonight. And it's such a cool little spot. Like, uh, they did a really good job at creating the atmosphere there. Uh, they did one of my favorite things. This is actually something that I've talked about so many different times is uh, when I when I get good money and I'm able to get like a nice house or whatever, uh, I want to have a masturbation room where uh, it's just co- all the walls are covered in Playboy. Uh, there's a lot of Playboy uh, old magazines of Playboy on the walls in their performance area. I fucking love that. I think it's such a genius stroke of decor. I love it. I'm not sure the uh, self-help gurus and the people who say, you know, you should have your vision board and all that stuff would encourage that being your priority in where you're thinking about. It's not a priority. It's, it's definitely not. It's very low. It's very low on the totem pole of things to do. But it's on the list. It's on uh, the list. It's it's the one. It's the only one you've talked about uh, on this program ever in two and a half years. So. Uh, oh come on, man! That's got to be fairly high on the list. Sam is in and out, kind of like you were with him last night. Um, oh my God! Why? Why? What? What? What the hell? You, you, you said you were gonna fuck. Well, you were talking to Danica. You were gonna fuck her so hard uh, after the thing last night, and Sam said you, you're talking to me. Well, did you miss right, that but, part? <laughs> right. Right. That's. Now wait a minute. Uh, there he is. There he is. In and out. Uh, connectivity. Yeah, now the other guys are, are kind of quiet over here. Video he played yeah, I played a video uh, of uh, Sam uh, doing the uh, actual work on on Willie this morning. It was a a minute and a half of non cinematic uh, w- video work. <laughs> if I've ever seen it, I think Sam was uh, in and out on his own here. I don't know what happened there. He's He's gone. Anyway, we have. No, got, do we have, again, do we have a Robots Rising video or something that we're going to watch or something? No. Okay. Sorry, my internet keeps cutting out. My bad. Uh, you're, yeah, you're on Wi-Fi. Uh, the other guys want to. You guys got uh, want to chime in here about any of this stuff? Um, uh, you both are you both also uh, tattoo artists? Yes. 
Yeah. Well, yep, Rob, I'm not Rob a is, but Scott has his whole body covered in tattoos. Wow. Uh, yeah. And he has no sound all of a sudden. Well, robots unplugged. Robots unplugged. <laughs> we can't hear him. You got no yeah, sound. I can't hear you, robot. Robot. Turn up the volume button. No, that's Turn the muted thing. Turn your navel to the right. Just adjust your volume. Turn your navel to the right. Well, do you have an audio or any? An audio. He's got an audio. Nothing. Oh. oh, man. Uh, no, it's it's something with the... the it, oh, yeah, he's on the phone, right? Yeah, he should be yeah. on his phone. Okay. Got to yeah, be like if a... You have an, if you have an any, push it push it twice, and it'll, your volume should come back. Yeah. Uh, GD goes through this every day, so maybe that's... Yes, every time... Yeah, I'm starting to get really pissed off about this now. No. Not here. No, not this. No, yeah, his, his audio things he talks. Can about. you take a ride out to he, South Dakota he, and quickly and help him get uh, started? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, we'll come. We'll come back to the other guys now. Uh, I, you're in a band called Robot Rising. Uh, no, um, what what is that about? I mean, how did that come about? Is it uh, was, were you guys in business together as tattoo people before the band? Yeah, um, we started working together a couple of years ago, and uh, one day, Robot was like, hey, I used to be a... And oh, no. so, that's, so that's what it used to be. So, Scott, what, what do you play? Yeah. I'm the singer. Okay. Oh. oh. So uh. What do the other two guys do? Because one has no sound and one has no picture. So apparently you carry a lot of the load in the band. You do a yeah, lot of the work. You can't, you're doing the heavy lifting. <laughs> Robot wrote most of this music about 25 years ago all himself. Uh, Sam plays bass. Robot plays guitar. We play the drum tracks. We don't have a drummer. My band was like that for a while because we couldn't find it. Oh, okay. We killed off more drummers. So we had a, um, a, a Roland TR-808, I think it was called. Um, now, I actually like it this way because it's less gear to carry around, less people, and oh, it, it makes us different from any other band around. Plus, we're punk industrial, I guess you could kind of, kind of call us, so we're right. not like any other band around okay. here. Any problems with sync ever or like losing the, the beat on the because the monitor system is not... Uh, up to sniff yeah. or any of that kind of actually stuff. i think our last show the diy box the or the di box that i was hooked up for the backy tracks i believe it stopped working in the middle of the set because some of our samples weren't playing and then our last track didn't play at all so I, that issue has been fixed now so we shouldn't have that problem anymore that was always my nightmare with doing stuff that requires too much electronics is is you know, something fucks up. You're now you're back to basics, and where do you go from there? So, uh, I used to do a lot of uh, when I did my solo shows. Was were doing a lot of electronic stuff with uh, sequencers, drum machines, and then uh, just ba basic backing tracks and all that stuff. But it came to the point where I just got tired of glitches because I, I gig so often that the percentage of glitches, even if it was only 2%, was still probably 10 to 20 gigs a year. And that's just too much to have that stuff. So I decided, you know what, I'm just going to go raw dog it, uh, acoustic and, and and do it like the old fashioned days. And I haven't looked back because uh, that was just so frustrating. When that happens, 
uh, do you maintain your cool? Does the audience uh, maintain their cool when you have a glitch or something goes wrong like that? And how do you make up? How do you deal with it? It worked out okay because it was our last song that that didn't work, so the crowd really didn't notice too much. We did, but it worked we'll out. We'll see. Can you guys hear me now? Yes, we yep. can hear you now. There we go. Oh, yes. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Fuck yeah. It's just it's just a matter of time. We usually get these things figured out. I'd use my other phone. <laughs> now, oh, okay, all right. My beautiful lady. Better late than never. Yeah, better late than never. To Miss Cristana. Uh, Scott, you were, were talking about some of the frustrations or, or how you deal with it and how you keep your cool in that moment. Yes. Yes. Uh, what, what what do you what do you do? Do you just stop the show or you you know? No, you, you just keep going because the beat's already going. going. You can just once you know your song that well, you can just jump in and out, break a string, right. just leave it, let let it keep playing, grab another <laughs> guitar, jack in, and never miss a beat. All right, cool. Um, Robot, your name uh, is in the uh, the band is named after you or was no, Robot? No, I'm named after the band, bro. Uh, <laughs> I, used to, I used to do this by myself. I would take my drum machine and my guitar and my amp, and I would go play shows all over Los Angeles. And because it was just me up there most of the time, uh, if uh, well, at the end of my show, I would always say, "Thanks, I'm Robots Rising." So after a while, people were like, "That's the fucking robot guy." Hey, robot! So I'm named after the band. Very cool. Uh, now it's all original music, right? No. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. We do, uh, we do covers too. We do, we're doing a Billy Squire cover because it's kind of fun to just kind of break it up a little bit you know do you do so, taylor swift covers i mean we can <laughs> yeah, we take requests we make time for it um <laughs> so uh, la and uh sioux falls are almost the same city right i mean they're exactly the same as far they as are, goes. <laughs> they weren't when i moved here but they are now they smell different though they did there's a different smell to the two right uh for sure. la smells worse yeah, really. Did. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. I would call yeah. all that smog and pollution and population. He obviously doesn't live LA would have smelled more like perfume from all the people. Oh, oh no, you, uh, you catch Smithfield at the right time, and Smithfield smells pretty damn bad around here. Yeah, yeah. it's worse in LA. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. Not to get not to get all serious here, but does uh, <laughs> uh, Sioux Falls have a significant like uh, people on the street problem, homeless people? Uh, yeah. 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 That's surprising to me because that population doesn't seem like there would be enough for it to actually be even visible. Because you would think it would be like way too fucking cold for that shit here, but apparently yeah. they dig it. I guess I don't know. Yeah, if I were homeless, right. I would definitely head. I would head to uh, Key West or LA, or San Diego, someplace where I wouldn't freeze to death. Right. That's the just only thing the, is, if you're homeless and you move to Florida, you become gator bait. Right. While you're or sleeping, Florida, you know. <laughs> That's, man, yeah. that's why they don't have a lot of homeless because they have fat daters. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I got, They're well fed. I got, uh, I don't want to, to eat up too much time here, but I had a, one of my best friends who I was in a band with. He got divorced and uh, his wife threw him out. He was homeless. He went to Miami, was living in the woods in Miami. He got robbed. They, they knocked all his teeth out. Uh, <laughs> and he... He met a girl living in the woods who was also homeless, and she was from Costa Rica. And he went to Costa Rica with her. He was going to get married. He, he did get married, but after the mar marriage, they have the Santeria Festival. And the Santeria Festival, 
the the bride gets up and confesses all she's done, and he got caught up in the moment. Now he's not part of that religion, but he got caught up in the moment of the confessional, and he stood up and said, "I banged your sister," and she, <laughs> and she chased him all the way back to Miami, where he went back to living in the woods. So uh, she, 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 that, put his, she put his teeth back in. That's how bad she. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get caught up in the moment. Is is the. Um, uh, moral of that story. Um, the performance now, the the, the the tattoo studio is not necessary. It's not the same room as the performance uh, venue. It's they're separate building or separate rooms or separate rooms. Yeah, by a wall. yeah. It's each side is about the same size. It used to be two different buildings, two different suites because it's in a strip mall. And uh, sometime like twenty years ago or so, they kind of made it so it's all one. So the tattoo side is on the left side. There's a wall that separates it from the other side. So walk me through this. You're, you're, you're in there, you got your little black mask on, you're, you're putting a, a swastika on a guy's neck and somebody, and, the guy, and they come in and they say, there's a building next door. We could, we could really turn that into like a performance. Talk me, walk me through that, how, how that became. Sam's idea. Yeah, it. Uh, so back when I first started, the old owners of the tattoo shop were kind of just using it as like a break room storage area. And it's huge. I mean, it's like 1,200 square feet of just huge. open space. And um, we had, I had brought it up to him several times, like, oh, what if we do art shows here, you know, pop-up shops and music? And uh, they never wanted to do it. They thought it was too much work. So after they left, we were like, you know what? Screw it. We're going to actually start utilizing this room. So we completely renovated it, redecorated it, moved in a whole bunch of equipment, started setting up shows. Um, I got in contact with a local comedian here who was trying to find a space to use for open mics and comedy. So that's where the comedy shows have been coming from. And then we set up a lot of the actual music shows there too. All right, did you, you built a stage in there or was there already a stage? Not yet, it's right now it's still, everybody's just on the ground, but I think we're going to get a little drum riser stage put in there here pretty soon. So. How about lights and sound? Is it, you know, did, technically, did, is it the installation there? People have to bring their own sound equipment. What's that? Kind of. Yeah, we prefer automated sound system for the spot. Mm -hmm. So it, the sound in there is good. We're working yep. on lights and everything still, too. You know, this seems like uh, if you got it right and did the performance thing like like the stuff is built in there there's a light the light uh set up a light grid and a, a professional sound system in there that this whole idea of the tattoo place and the performance place as one would be a great uh not necessarily network but cable uh reality tv show based around this stuff and yeah, for sure i mean it would definitely be entertaining to watch absolutely yeah. I propose this to my friend because I have a friend here who has a tattoo shop. Because uh, you know what, you don't see that. Maybe you do because I don't have television. But uh, Ink or something like that, and you know those kind of shows. Uh, there's a lot of interest in that, and there's a lot of interest in the performing arts. So just yeah, the day to day of what yeah. goes on and how people, crazy people coming in to propose uh, right. a show that you know. Uh, next door while they're getting a tattoo, any of that kind of stuff would, yeah. I think, you know, a, a cable network would, would eat that shit up. Um, I mean, it's the music and the tattooing would definitely be interesting, but Sioux Falls, South Dakota, I don't know if anybody would really 
care too much about that. You know, it's still kind of. I mean, the most entertaining part of it would be me and Sam because we're pretty much like uh, Beast Boy and Cyborg from Teen Titans Go. We just totally sleep when we're together. Yeah, that. Yes, (laughs) that's what carries it. Well, yeah. If if you look back to Orange County Choppers, people would come in. If you yeah. if you look at yeah. Ca- Orange County <laughs> chapters, it was all about the father and the son. It wasn't really about the, the bikes. Right. Yeah, that's you true. Know? <laughs> it, it's about yeah. the personalities. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Now, so where are, you, where are you? Where are you on your way to? And how long before you get there? I'm not driving. Uh-huh. Homeless <laughs> living in your car. I'm, I'm sitting outside my workspace because I, I clocked out so I could do this. And then I'm going to go back into work here in a little bit. Oh. Wow. <laughs> and, oh okay. What is what is work, if you don't mind me asking? What is, what is it? I I work at a place called Creative Services. I do um, I wire signs for a living. That's nice. Yeah. So uh, like if you what? go to a casino and you see a bank of slot machines and there's, say, like Wheel of Fortune theme and they have the rotating lights around the top that has the theme on it and the, the lights in between the slot machines. I make all those. Now, can you can you adapt? Can oh, you yeah, 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 yeah. can you do that on your own so you can have like a big uh, black flag studios? Like make it look like Las Vegas on the strip. Totally I could. Sure. Yeah, what kind of what kind of discount can you get? We could. We'll put an Indie, Indiegogo uh, Indiegogo uh, fundraiser for it to get that gigantic sign on black flag. How big is the uh, actual space? The what, what are we talking about between? The tattoo parlor and the um and the performance space. How, how much space are we talking it's about, about? It's about twelve hundred feet square feet per side, so about twenty four hundred square feet. And it's in a strip mall. There's other businesses yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah there's an yeah. Indian taco place right next door, and then a bar on the other side. So Mexican bar, the best kind Mexican of bar. bar yeah, a Mexican bar in South Dakota. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's yeah, yeah there's, a, there's actually a pretty decent Mexican population here for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. they if they walked all the way. <laughs> uh, well, I don't, I don't know if they walked or whatever, but you know, there's a lot of plants. There, the Sioux Falls has a lot of different plants, so right. um, immigrants definitely have. Well, there's what a, came to mind was Shane Gillis. Population. Shane Gillis talking about his father being really paranoid about Mexican immigrants or immigrants coming across the southern border. And he lives in his, his father lives in central Pennsylvania. And Shane does a bit about, yeah, they're not walking all the way here to take your job. But now that you mentioned a significant <laughs> population in South Dakota, maybe maybe I have well, to rethink that. Back, we can use you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, now. Uh, instrumentation why what do you got bass drums and uh the um uh, uh i mean bass drum machine and uh guitar or is it like synthesizer what do you what is what's the other you, you mentioned breaking a string so i figure there's guitar but what's the other yeah, I, I play guitar sam plays bass but he plays a bass six which is kind of what i mean it's a bass but it's a six string bass but it's like a six string bass before six string basses became six string basses if that makes sense Right. Designed okay. in the '60s to bridge the gap between baritone guitar and the bass guitar, so you can play it. It, it sounds like a bass, but you can play it like a guitar. You can play chords on it and shit. Right. Cool. Okay. And I play guitar, and we actually we all play. We both play Fenders, and they're both jet, technically jazz masters. And, uh, uh, 
Uh, now, Scott is the lead vocalist. Do you guys uh, sing backups? Do you sing harmonies with him? Or I sing with I him. Yeah. Uh, now, do you incorporate loopers or any of that kind of stuff? Sequ uh, you know, like... Uh, do you incorporate strippers? Loopers. <laughs> loopers. Like a looper. Oh, yeah. Like still, the movie. Like the movie. The guys oh, yeah. that drop the stuff in their eyes. Yeah. What are you talking about? There's a movie called Loopers. I don't know anything about it. Oh my God! He lives in a uh, cultural. He lives in a cultural <laughs> bubble that is all his own. He doesn't know any uh, modern comedians or uh, modern music, but he knows a movie called Loopers. Yeah, I just have Sam. What is uh like? Have you ever had somebody who's so drunk that you had to like talk them out of a tattoo and say, "Look, wait, wait till you sober up. This really is a bad idea." Yeah. And what was the uh, tattoo? Both you, you, Robert. What was the tattoo that you talked them out of? And did they still get it when they were sober, or were you successful? Um, we actually legally were not allowed to tattoo people if they're drunk. Um, we make them fill out a form beforehand that discloses that they're sober. But I've definitely had, especially from the Mexican bar next door, if we're open late enough, we'll get a lot of people that come over. Yeah, I would I say. I had a guy a few nights ago, he came <laughs> in and he wanted to get his friend's lips on his ass cheek and they were both just absolutely plastered <laughs> should have done that one mexican dude's nipples when he came in and it pierced his belly button too oh, yeah. and he, he was wasted and we didn't realize it till i was already yeah, done remember that fine. yeah he was fine until the piercing was done and then he was all over the place see this yeah, is he was this is gold for reality tv it oh, definitely yeah. is it's great man yeah <laughs> A, a little a while ago, I was writing. I wrote a script for. I used to belong to a, a film group, and I wrote a script for a mobile um, tattoo parlor. You know, and you know, so it's like a van where they did the tattoos and stuff. Mm -hmm. And the whole premise was that they wait outside of bars just so that they could get the customers <laughs> there. And and, and of course, they're driving around doing the tattoos. They were also since the customers are drunk, they were also like a um, Uber service. You know, they would drive you home right. and, you know, do your tattoo for you, you know. And That's a good idea. Uh, so speaking of which, not only does Black Flag have a comedy show tonight, March 9th, Preston Williams, who's been on the show a couple different times, is actually going to do a comedy set while he's getting tattooed. So that's happening at Black Flag Studios. What, um, yeah. is Sam, so are cliche. you doing that tattoo? I am doing that one, yep. That is so cliche. You know how many times I've seen that done? <laughs> name one. I know that's just it. I don't want to name them. It's, it's too cliche. That's like that's I like think it's a great idea. That's like dude. a chicken on the other awesome. side. That's like chicken getting to the other side of the road joke. It's like everybody's done it. Just I don't about. think so. I don't think. Yeah, I, 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 I think differ. Tattooed while they do we, comedy. We're just going to have to agree to disagree. It's just. Uh, it's really yeah. common. Uh, he, he, no, I, I have a uh, solution for this problem right here. Um, so anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Are, are you going to be taping uh, taping that press taping the Preston Williams thing? Because I think uh, you know there, there's a chance there's going to be some gold happening there. I mean, as far as uh, viral, yeah, I'm, I'm always thinking. Sure. I'm pretty sure. Make a B. Yeah. Uh, now, are we going to have, we're not going to have Willie and his wife tape it. We're going to have some people who know what they're doing with a, a video no. camera yet. <laughs> uh, we're going to grab some drunk dude from the Mexican bar and have him do it. 
Yeah, for real, man. <laughs> so, Sam, the name Black Flag Studios, is Black Flag after the band or after the pesticide? What is Black Flag named after? Um, that's that. that was actually Robot's idea for Black Flag. Um, I believe it's just, you know, Black Flag, like, raising the tails, you know. I mean, we uh, love the band Black Flag, but I feel like there could be some is it the pesticide isn't even a thing anymore is it because i think it got outlawed because it was actually killing people uh if you i don't anybody hard for the can of pesticide it'll kill people i don't it's think that's delicious right. i'm looking it up they don't know what they're missing black flag was delicious <laughs> better much better than those those damn tide pods yeah yeah so much better than tide pods have you guys ever done like a Tattoo your logo promotion or anything like that because you guys got a pretty bad talk about it. Yeah, um, we've talked about it for sure. I think next time we do a special, we might, a... yeah, do it so it's free if you get our logo tattooed on you, you know, type deal. But... Right now, I'm the only one with the logo tattooed, right? Right, for the band, right? Can you can you reproduce you... any piece of artwork if somebody somebody brought in a piece of artwork that was like really intricate? Can you reproduce anything that somebody brings in and says, "I want this"? Um, for the most part, there are definitely like limitations. There's certain like the um, Mona Lisa. Let's go, let's go with the Mona Lisa. Sure. If I, you, you, you definitely could, yeah, for that yes. something like that, you definitely could. Um, I think the biggest thing that people have a hard time understanding is like how small you can go with tattoos. We get a lot of people that come in that want to get like names or script or bible verses and they want them like you know an inch long and over time that ink expands in your skin or it starts to fall out so if you go super tiny with it you know you end up with a black blob eventually um with the resurgence of like you know pinterest and instagram and a lot of like fine line white girl tattoos you know you get a lot of people that come in they want to get just the tiniest you know minimalist piece which Sometimes it's just kind of like technically out of the realm of possibility. So, so how long have you been doing tattoos? Um, I've been doing it for about two years. Robot's been tattooing for what, like? 11 years. 11 years? Yeah. Okay. Wow. You've you, been doing it the longest. So mm -hmm. have you had anybody get their tattoo, let's say on a breast, let's say, um, oh, a donkey, but they want to sue you after 10 years because now it's a giraffe and he didn't ask for a giraffe? <laughs> it's pronounced donkey, by the way. No, no, saying, that saying, because it, because the skins moved and the tattoo is now what not what they paid for. Right. How long of no, a warranty no. do you have? No, you gotta, you gotta, you got some stuff there going on though. You should write that down. I like it. I, I don't have time. I wish I don't. I don't have enough money to hire people to write things down for me. Yeah. Uh, you can favor and hit B for me so I can come back to this later. I like it. But Willie's gonna write it down and use it later. Dude, um, <laughs> donkey and the giraffe. It it's pronounced donkey, by the way. Donkey. Uh, that's a whole. You're thinking, you're thinking of the windmill guy, Quixote. Yeah, yeah. Um, all people. What you ever get like a uh, like an 80 year old woman who wants a tattoo or something like that? Like a, you know somebody yep. who just like really got saggy old skin yep. and the yep. difficulty of that. Is it is it harder? Does it make it yeah, make yeah. it more? <laughs> it's like. Tattooing tissue paper, dude. Yep. They have such thin skin. Yeah, well, right, so because they don't have as many layers either, right? Because doesn't your skin thin out as you age? It does, yeah, and it gets really fragile, you know. I mean, you got to be so careful to right. cut right. them open. You know? uh, yeah, I would That's think that would be difficult. That's why I at 50, because your skin just stops stretching after a while. 
yeah, yeah, I suppose that, you can't even do like a sweeping stroke because, like, I noticed some of the, like when you were doing my tattoo for the shade, like there was some sweeping strokes. If you do that on thin skin like that, it probably yeah, just tears them up. I, bad, I'm you sure. can do it. You just have to be really, really, really careful. You know, you're lightly, lightly, lightly touching the skin. Right. So if they're really thin skin, you now, say something like, "You're ugly. Don't get this tattoo." If they're yeah. really thin skin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can care what we want, right. but I like money, so you know. I love money. You know, like, I'll do it. Gee, dude, this is the second time you've mentioned getting circumcised at fifty. You're you serious about that? Yeah, I got circumcised at fifty. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, you don't watch any of my comedy routines. It's in like no, it's in like four of my specials. No, it's actually no. I'm like I'm like Howard Stern with, with Jackie. No, I never listened to your fucking album, Jackie. No, uh, I don't have an album. I have like two videos. Oh, my God. That's, a, that's beside the point. There's somebody yeah. out there who watched one of my videos. They know what I'm talking about. So, Scott, I was asking, yeah. what video, what text yeah. were you missing that you are looking forward to getting? And why haven't uh, you gotten it yet? I've got my whole body completely covered. Uh, my next one, I'm going to be moving up on my head. I'm your dick? My... You got your dick tattooed? No. It's not, and it's not going to be. People ask me that all the time. <laughs> I'm going to put a, a mushroom cloud on the back of my head that comes up to making a brain on the top of the mushroom cloud. I got my whole Like a, my like whole a nuclear bomb of mushroom cloud that becomes a brain? Yep. Has anybody got okay. the dick tattooed? I mean, not of you three guys, but does anybody come in and want a tattoo on their dick? Uh, I've never been asked, but I've, I've worked with... Really? Yeah. Ouch. No. Yeah. No way. What was yeah. it? Not a chance in hell would I do that. What was yeah. the tattoo? Skin, dude. Once you've done this long enough, like I'm a piercer too, so I've had to see some shit. Yeah, it's, I understand right. it's just skin, No, I'm just saying me screen? personally, I would never get my dick tattooed. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, get, yeah, no, like no way. I don't you say I don't want to put my penis with... through that. There's no way I would do that. Who said well, you got the... circumcised at fifty? Yeah, fifty. Yeah. Who said that? GD, GD, this guy. You did. You got circumcised at fifty. Yeah. You fucking sell out, dude. You're supposed to be in a forever. He was out of bacon. Uh, <laughs> no, no. The real reason, if you knew the real oh, reason, you would have said, "Oh my god!" Oh, 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 my god. god. <laughs> yeah. The real, the real reason, Jesus. it was unavoidable. It, uh, yeah. Willie's on delay, so I feel like I'm throwing joke grenades, and you have to wait six seconds for it to go off. It's pretty funny, actually. <laughs> my, my bad. My bad. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, did you ever get a big pussy? Like me, I would be a big pussy. Like it, I can't take needles at all. So like oh, yeah. a guy, a guy who comes in and yeah, I want a tattoo, and then he ends up crying. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah? Oh yeah. Yeah, this guy's stomach idea. He just cried through the whole fucking thing. If somebody passes out because of the fear of needles, do you finish the tattoo, or is it like, okay, great, now they shut the, now they shut up? What do you do? <laughs> Usually do they, they have to be conscious for like ten. You know, do they legally have to be conscious? Yeah, typically they should be conscious. Uh, typically, yeah. So if they put, so if they faint no, because... because of the needle. Can you finish, or do you have to wait for them to wake up and faint again? 
Usually it's not like the fear of needles that makes them pass out. It's like the rush of adrenaline that they get from getting tattooed. If they didn't like eat yeah. that day or when they went out drinking the night before, um, sometimes their yeah. blood pressure can pop. It's like somebody that faints in the ejection seat. It's really kind yeah. of the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, we're getting to the point where we're going to need to take a short break because my coffee cup is getting empty. And I do want to play another commercial, but we, we will continue this conversation. Is there going to uh, be another commercial for sex toys? Because that was pretty cool. I'm kind of interested. Yeah. <laughs> as a matter of fact, it was going to be. <laughs> nice. Uh, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, that particular toy is not called a Terrible anymore. It's $139 on Tracy's dog. Uh, what is it uh, called now? The, like, uh, streaming automatic masturbator. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we I think, like, controlled ejaculation uh, technology. Uh, it's, it's very, very, yeah. but it's a, a high-end sex toy. It's not for, it's not for beginners. It's, it's, it, it's, I guess you have to be a <laughs> masturbator. Do we get a uh, discount code for being oh. on the show? Yeah. All right. Uh, um, but, yeah, so we're going to need to do that. But be, before, I just want to uh, kind of set up the next segment because we want to talk about Robots Rising and uh, and the band and uh, and basically the following and, the, and the, that side of the music business, how much energy you put into that. So that's, that's kind of where I'm going to want to go when we come back. GD, are you going to want to uh, throw in that uh, right after the commercial you're – your little, uh, your little comedy bit there. Your little funniness. Your little, your little attempt at humor. News, damn it! It's news. All right. Uh, so I'm gonna play Tracy's dog, and then I'll be out of here and let you take it from there until I until we're done with, with your little sure, sure. comedy okay. uh, attempt at being funny. Right. Hey there, I'm Mr. Geronimo, product manager for Tracy's dog. What is Tracy's dog? Well. For 50 bucks, we send you a high quality sex toy right to your door. Yeah, 50 bucks. Are our toys any good? No. They're fing amazing. Yeehaw! Each toy is made with body safe silicone. We are constantly evolving and innovating our product line. They are built for one thing to shake your world with orgasms you ain't never seen before. Do you like spending $100 for your sex toy? 80 of it goes to retail. What about bumping into your family while at the sex toy shop? Good taste. Get the pleasure you deserve without broadcasting your secrets. And think of all the money we're gonna be saving you. Hello, welcome to Critical Joke Theory with your host, G.D. Fenderson, Certified Forensic Humorist. Now with New Joke Technology. Hi, I'm G.D. Fenderson, Certified Forensic Humorist at large, but I'm losing weight. Welcome to Critical Joke Theory, Episode 42. Now with New Joke Technology and open caption for the humor impaired. Actor Carl Withers died at age 76. His family... Uh, did not disclose his cause of death, only that he died peacefully in his sleep. Weathers is best known for portraying Apollo Creed in the Rocky movies. You may remember this line from Rocky II. I want the whole world to see me destroy this man. Again? He was also in Predator, The Mandalorian, and he was the voice of Comeback Carl in Toy Story 4. 
There's no coming back from this, Carl. Rest in peace. Country music star Toby Keith seen here looking. Oh, let's do this. There we go. Country music star Toby Keith seen here looking for a military background died at age 62 of stomach cancer. Toby Keith, best known for his songs Good As I Once Was, Red Solo Cup, and his 1999 hit How Do You Like Me Now apparently helped to discover Taylor Swift. I did not know if Keith was in on the Swift plot to reelect Biden, but if he was, that's a courtesy to the red, white, and blue. King Charles has King Charles has been diagnosed with cancer. Uh, this announcement has the, has the country of England asking, how bad does Prince William want that promotion? Jennifer Crumbly, mother of Michigan school shooter Ethan Crumbly, was found guilty of four counts of involuntary manslaughter. During the trial, Mrs. Crumbly stated that she wished that Ethan had killed her and her husband instead of those four teenagers. Ethan Crumbly responded, now you tell me. In primary news, President Biden shown, okay, shown here, uh, showing us exactly how big his big fucking deal is, won the South Carolina Democratic presidential primary by 94%, and he received 89.4% of the vote in the Nevada primary. None of these candidates came in second with 5.6% of the votes. The next primary is the Michigan primary on February 27th. So far, President Biden has been putting up the kind of numbers that only dictators get. Biden's new slogan, winning like a dictator while Trump dreams of being one. Meanwhile, Nikki Haley lost the Nevada primary to none of these candidates by 30 points. Nikki Haley turned voters out. They just didn't turn out to vote for her. <clears throat> A Colorado woman, Crystal Gable, is fighting to have her name removed from the Minnesota presidential primary ballot as a third party candidate because she says she didn't agree to run. I did not give consent to be on the Minnesota ballot for this race, Crystal Gable shared in an email to the Star Tribune. Quote, uh -huh. I, quote, I was neither approached to run for office by anyone in the legal marijuana now Minnesota party, nor was this candidacy validated by the state of Minnesota. Legal marijuana now party? Oh, she just doesn't remember. <laughs> sure, I'll run. <coughs> Must have been the weed talking. <coughs> uh, speaking of weed talking, here we go. Speaking of weed talking, special counsel Robert Herr, seen here wondering if Trump likes him now, has wondered, has sorry, has announced that no charges will be brought against Biden in the documents case. Her cleared Biden of criminal sorry. Her cleared Biden of criminal wrongdoing with one hand while taking personal jabs with the other, none of which I will repeat here. Biden held a press conference after her's announcement, addressing both the clearing of his name and the backhanded insults that her slid in his nearly 300-page report that's now known as a half comey. A full comey is when you release your report 11 days before an election and help to throw an election. Her is just trying to throw Trump supporters a little red meat. 
Uh, the D.C. Appeals Court unanimously denied Trump's claim of immunity. In, sorry. <laughs> the D.C. Appeals Court unanimously denied Trump's claim of immunity. In their 57-page opinion, Trump is referred to as Citizen Trump. But instead of burning a sled, he's burning the Constitution. Rosebud. The Supreme Court heard arguments in Trump v. Anderson. This case is to decide whether Trump will be on Colorado's presidential ballot. It appears that the judges have already made up their minds and that they are just looking for an off-ramp. It looks as if they will decide that if anyone who is involved in an insurrection against the United States after taking an oath to support the Constitution is banned from federal, holding federal office, except for the president, citing ignorance um, common senses. That's a mouthful, and I won't do that one again. Okay. Two JetBlue, two Jet, finally, two JetBlue planes collided on the ground at Boston Logan Airport. JetBlue flight, uh, let me go. JetBlue flight 777 was headed to Las Vegas, and JetBlue flight 551 was headed to Orlando when they collided on the tarmac. Both planes were Airbus's A321s. The cause of the incident is being investigated. However, preliminary conspiracies point to boing. I'm GD Fenderson, certified forensic humorist at large. Thank you for watching Political Joke Theory. Um, be safe out there, and whatever you do, don't feed the crazies. Thank you. Awesome. I, uh, yeah. Uh, Ian says, uh, what's, I wait, wait a second. Wait a second. People not to feed me. I, did he say, uh, Ian said, what the fuck is the wrestling noise? I think Robot has given himself a new, uh, tattoo during the, 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 the little portrait. It seemed like. No, I, my, my kids, my kid goes to school across the street and, uh, He's uh, got some medical problems, so I had to send some medication over for him. Oh, well, that, then you weren't the, the rustling noise. Whatever Ian is talking about, I thought somebody was, was doing something mechanical in the background there. Uh, not me. Yeah, I got my hand. me rifling through the drawers looking for his medicine. Oh, okay. Well, uh, sorry to hear about that. No, I hope, you, I okay. hope that everything's okay, okay with it. Uh, now, um, coming back to... Uh, Robots rising. Who, uh, uh, Scott is not with us anymore. Why is Scott not with us? He's out here. Oh, there he is. Uh, as far as Scott, Scott's the lead singer, but uh, you're also the lyricist. You write the, the, all the uh, lyrics to all the songs. A lot of the songs were written by Robot a long time ago. I rewrote the lyrics to two of our songs, and we're in the process that we're going to be writing some new music in the very near future. Okay. Uh, now, do you write about tech, te technological things like robots rising, or no? I mean, is there a theme to the kind of lyric, lyrical stuff you write about? Pissed off. What? Pissed off. <laughs> Just pissed off shit. Okay. Oh, so so basically, your inspiration for for writing is you go to TikTok and see what's happening on the on the. Uh, on the daily, daily? It's usually a little closer to home. No, he said pissed off. 
Oh, pissed off. Oh, angst. Pissed off. Angst. angst. Okay. Now, recording. You have uh, uh, you have stuff recorded out there for sale. Product? Uh, not yet. Well, there's a little stuff out there, but it's like really bad stuff that I recorded either in my bedroom or a friend's house. Every time I tried to record it, I had to do stuff like <laughs> not. It was like not really like, hey, let's go set up all your stuff in this little room and we'll fucking turn it up real loud and record it and try to make it try to make it sound. It's just never really quite. It's been my dream. For a quarter of a century to get this done right, and they finally got the lineup to do it. Very cool. Uh, so, how long have you guys been doing the band thing together? Uh, I joined the band in October. Oh, so fa fa fairly new. I, I was under the impression that you guys have been together for a while. Uh, so, and uh, were together for a while before I joined the band in October. Okay. Um, Me and Sam have been doing it for about a year, but before that, I did it for like 25 years and i've had a lot of people come and go yeah no I, I i get it man believe me i've i've seen it all in the music business and solo artists who oh, start out solo build up bands uh go through different people and you know what being in a band is more difficult than being in a marriage by far oh, <laughs> i mean yeah, it is. The divorce rate is much higher in music than it is in, in real life. Uh, you ain't lying, brother. You ain't lying. Yeah, I know. And for lots of different reasons. But I think a big part of it starts out with the communication about, about like, who's really the leader of this, what, what, the, what the intent. You know, communication, all of it is like, what's my role here, all that stuff. People don't talk about that stuff. And then they end up getting pissed off or re having resentments over stuff because they expected one thing without ever you know spelling it out what am i doing here and whose role is what so, um, in my experience it's been mostly drugs yeah that's a lot of that too uh you yeah. guys get high at all uh you look like you might get high at all i don't yeah. <laughs> not really no. i used to i don't have anything against it but i don't do yeah. it anymore okay um I have a really rare chronic pain disease and i'm on a lot of uh i'm on a lot of opioids so I guess well, I kind of do get high. <laughs> I don't get high. I just I'm like, I'm like three three milligrams of heroin every five minutes. Yeah, no, I get it. It's, it's for pain. You do. Yeah. It's like yeah. I don't get high. But I don't. I mean, I don't get. I, I don't. Yeah. It's not fun. No, I, I get it. I, when I started taking it, it was a lot of fun. No, I don't get high either. I just smoke DMT all day long. Now um, I've got a pain problem and a drug problem. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, but a lot of artists do. I mean, a lot of uh, people lean on substances for, uh, you know, inspiration, ideas, imagination, all that kind of stuff. Um, so uh, now, yeah, well, before. It for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, you pissed off you said now uh, what 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 kind of things piss you off is it uh politics and religion are, uh, about bad breakups but i'm kind of arranged the words to where you could make them about anybody you know so a lot of them were about bad breakups right. that i went through now were you uh, singing lead before scott came into the picture or were you, yeah, were you yeah i was 
uh, I smoke too much and I just can't do it anymore. I'm too old. Yeah, you know, you're than me, robot. Yeah, I need too to old. Him. How old are you, robot? <laughs> Fifty-one. <laughs> Fifty-one. Mm-hmm. Matt, smack him. <laughs> Fifty-one. Yeah. Well, he's a baby. Uh, yeah, an old baby. Like Matt, Matt has been. Matt has like guitar strings older than you. Right. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, Robert Klein, my, my friend Robert Klein just uh, turned 82 yesterday, and he told me that age is just a number. And he's right. 911! Um, <laughs> so, yeah, now performing out with uh, Robots Rising, other than Black Flag Studios, have you, have you branched out to other clubs and, and played, played around the South Dakota, uh, Sioux Falls, South Dakota area? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it? Is there a lot of opportunity for for independent uh, for original music? Yeah, there is. We we played at a place called Big's Bar in November. We played Sioux City two weeks ago. We've got a show, another show at Big's Bar on March eighth, opening for a Killer's Confession with uh, Waylon from Mushroomhead. Um, June fifth at a place called Remedy. We're opening for Il Nino. Um, June 22nd at Remedy, we're opening for Blue Felix. Very cool. Yeah, we're playing Minneapolis August 9th. Uh, We're going to Rapid City June 28th. We've got a lot of stuff in the works. Damn, that's good. I, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. Now, who's in charge of uh, who's who's taking on the bookings and the and the, the business end of it? I would say this that would probably Scott, be me. Man. Yeah, that's Scott. Uh, well, very, very good. I, uh, you, have you been in bands before Robot Rising? Robot Rising. I have never been in a band before. I started singing in October. I'm, I just turned fifty-two in November. So this is now. I'm curious about this, but you're you're hustling like a badass, getting gigs and stuff. <laughs> that was there a learning curve in that, or I mean, I was a, I've been a local promoter here in in Sioux Falls for the last eight years. Ah, so I've got a lot of connections all over the place with a lot of bands, a lot of cities, a lot of other promoters. Right. You used, uh, used to book shows for my old band. Uh, yep. Very, very cool. Well, that that makes sense because that's a, a lot of people struggle with that, just getting started and getting gigs. You guys haven't been together that long to have that kind of busy schedule. So something had to, something wasn't adding up there. So uh, now the roads, and it seems like all the places you're playing are <laughs> cold weather, uh, North Country uh, cold places. So I'm assuming it's all indoors. You haven't played any outdoor like festivals or things like that. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Uh, any anything like that in the works for the upcoming summer and that kind of stuff. Those are my favorite gigs. That's why I'm curious. Not off about. the table. It's yeah. It's it's a possibility. There are I know some outdoor venues and stuff that that do uh, shows like that. Especially in Sioux City, there's a really cool one called the Icky Nickel. We played there. We played inside, but there is an outside stage there that's really cool. Um. Uh, your oh, audience, audience, what was that, Willie? You're delayed There's again, a Will. Spot in Mitchell called the Back Forty that has a really nice outdoor stage. Um, uh, Kiki, I think, is the lady who runs that place. 
Um, I haven't heard of that one. It's like right across. Sounds fun, though. Yeah. Uh, now, audience, something else. Audience-wise, uh, you got is your audience younger? I mean, uh, uh, a lady uh, I know contacted me about having her nephew on, who's been doing raves since he was thirteen years old. I didn't even know raves was still a thing. I mean, I, I like thought that was like a '90s thing. But uh, he's forty years old. He's still doing raves. And I was surprised to find out that that was still going on. Your audience, the people who are into your music, uh, are, can you define them or have you defined them? Demographic-wise. Mostly younger people. Um, probably a healthy mix, really. Uh, there's a pretty booming metal punk scene here in Sioux Falls that's kind of up and coming. So I think we get a lot of the crowd from those shows. Um, it's a pretty but, good mix because Sam is a youngster and then Robot and I are both yeah. over 50, so we get a little exactly. bit of everything. Half yeah, age. Sam's half our age. I was programming this shit the year yeah. Sam was born. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. that, that's that's kind of interesting because I was approached, and I'm, I'm all significantly older than you guys. Um, I was approached by a band in their 20s to play uh, lead guitar for them. And I was like, you don't want it all. I would be the, uh, oh, let's go see the band with the grandpa in the corner uh, type of thing. Bro, uh, look at Motley Crue, man. Fucking Mick Mars was like 20 years older than them guys. I did not know that. I yeah, did not know that. Yeah, he was like 100. He was like, they were all like 18. He was like 100. Look at him now. Uh, um, so, Robot, obviously you're not the accountant because you say he's like 20 years older than them and they're like, he's 100 and they're 18. So, so Scott does the math also? Yeah, uh, you would a robot, not computer. Um, <laughs> not adding machine. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so no, that's interesting. So you know, a mix of people, from, would you say from 20 to 50s or the, the yeah, audience? Yeah, group? man. I would yeah. say so, yeah. We're all inclusive. Now, do you, do you uh, mix both worlds? Do you let your worlds collide like in the middle of a uh, set? I uh, see a lot of people that would ink out here if you want. <laughs> you, know, you doing any cross promotion? <laughs> Hey, listen, yeah. you know, I'm always thinking about business. I don't know why, but um, I'm not a very good businessman, but I'm thinking of opportunities and promotional stuff all the time. Um, Is there I a like female it. groupie that y'all have that you have to keep turning away because you keep throwing yourself at you, but you're like, oh, please, really stop it. We really don't no, want I'm going to marry her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to marry her. That's a true story. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm, I'm reluctant to ask this question, going back to the tattoo stuff for, for a second here. Um, but I, I'm curious about it, so I want to ask it. But ever fuck up and, like, have somebody come back and you know you, you kind of made a mistake here? Uh, and do they have to sign a disclaimer and saying, well, because it's permanent art. You can't go, maybe you can go back and change stuff. But uh, the, the customer service part of it and having a really irate, hey, man, I... That doesn't look anything look like my wife. It looks like a a, a dude or something. I would say it's I, definitely I do, smart. I want to like. chime in here because I did notice on the paperwork that that like uh, they're like they're like listen, it's it's up to you to make sure 
the, the design you want has the correct spelling or whatever. That's that's yeah. on the paperwork that you signed beforehand. I I'm a yep. nerd, so I actually oh, read yeah. that shit, bro. <laughs> so I have a question for you. Yeah. There's a trend. Yeah. There, there, there was a trend when people were getting like Japan t- tattoos in other languages, like Japanese and Chinese and stuff. When they bring that in, do you actually know any of this? Do you like say, uh, do you like proofreading? Go like, I'm sorry, this is not right, or you just do it the way they give it to you? We make them double, triple check. You know, that's kind of where yeah, the whole like disclaimer just has to be spelled right. You know, if it's so, like another. So if they come to you like, and say this is Chinese for "I'm a great person," and and it turns out it says "I'm a dick," that's, yeah, that's on yeah. them, not you, right? I definitely. Well, oh yeah, it's definitely on them. But when I saw that he actually said, I'm a dick, I would still do it on him. How about addressing the question yeah, that yeah, I got, like a pissed off guy who come because I have a friend and, I, and I'll, let, I'll let you comment on it. But I have a friend who came to us and he, he uh, had a bull tattoo, but the bull was look kind of cross-eyed and um he, the guy was really, uh, he was proud of his tattoo until our other friend was saying, when he comes here to show you his tattoo, tell him it looks like a gay cow. And and we, we did, we were <laughs> fucking with him. But it did look like a gay cow. And then as soon as he started showing it off and telling us about it, we said that and he got all pissed off. And then he had to go back to the guy in, uh, at the tattoo shop and uh, and ask him to change it and, and make it a little more masculine looking. But any ever get that kind of situation wait, wait, what where... Does the gay, what does a gay cow look like? I just have to know. Well, a cow is a woman anyway, so it would be lesbian cow. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. It looks like it's got its tongue hanging think, out. Uh, I think cross-eyed. getting the tattoo... I think getting the tattoo of a gay cow is utterly ridiculous. That's what I think. That's that, Yeah, but no, I, I, the question is, anybody ever come back with uh, uh, with anything that they're really pissed off about, and you you got to uh, try to make good in that in that situation. Any ever get one of those kind of situations that oh, this is not this is not fun. Not that I, mean, I haven't seen it, but I, I'm sure it definitely happens. You know? Yeah, not everybody's hundred percent. Never happened to me, like, but I've seen it happen to other people I work with. Yeah. How about the uh, the typical scenario where the guy had uh, his ex girlfriend's name on it now wants it changed? Have you ever had to deal with? <laughs> with well, that? Robot, who's the artist that would charge like twenty bucks for significant other name? Oh, that was fucking. Uh, uh, it's early, man. Oh, that guy. God damn it. Was it Hardy? Who's that guy? He's that old guy that passed away. Uh-huh. He's. One of our fucking heroes. We're standing on the shoulders of giants. It was uh, not less used. It was uh, not Ed Hardy, but Ed Hardy used to do that too. Yeah. It was uh, charge twenty bucks for your significant other because he knew in like six months he'd be coming back to get a change. And they charge so, fucking out the ass for cover-ups. Yeah, for the cover-ups. You know they're coming. <laughs> How do you how do you price tattoos? Is it by the inch? This is fucking death for your relationship. How how do you price tattoos? Is it by inch, by color, by I mean, how how do you how do you figure out the pricing on something like that? It just depends how much I like you. 
Yeah. <laughs> you don't have you don't have like a menu board up there, right? You know, three color tattoo, none of that. It's just how much I like you. If I like you right off the bat, you get a good price. If I don't like you, you're gonna pay out the ass. So I'm gonna pay out the ass. Then. I typically um, do by the hour. Oh, you're pretty funny. I give you a good deal. You're a pretty funny guy. You just keep me laughing. Uh, <laughs> I don't have any tattoos because I'm scared of needles. I am the I am that guy that I, we mentioned before, the guy who will come in crying like a bitch. Uh, I would you wouldn't even have to touch me with the needle. I would cry the minute I saw it. I would cry like a little girl the minute I saw it. You don't look at it. Don't look at him, man. You don't. Yeah. Um, that was that was the best thing about getting a, a, a neck tattoo is I could just look away. I'm yeah, not even paying attention. At I'm in a different place right now. <laughs> right, uh, Sam. I noticed when you were doing that, you had the mask on. Is that like a COVID mask? Is that a legal thing? What? It's not necessary. Um, when I first started tattooing, it just smelled really bad. What's that? He said yeah, it smelled really, smell really bad. bad. Yeah. No, yep. me. I smell. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, when I first started tattooing, I never wore the mask. And then one day when I was tattooing a friend of mine, I don't know what happened. I don't know if I just like hit the skin wrong or what, but some ink shot up and hit me in the face. And uh, oh, yeah, so now I wear the, the glasses and the mask and everything because I don't want to fuck with it. Also, I noticed when I tattooed, my yeah, mouth sure. was open. And uh, the last thing I want is someone's blood and plasma going in my mouth. Now, okay, now, okay your mouth thing? is open. What, Are you also, because like when I'm concentrating <laughs> really hard, you can tell when I'm concentrating really hard because I have the like the tongue <laughs> thing. I always stick my tongue in the yeah. in like oh, one of the sure. side yeah, corners because I'm, uh, yeah. yeah. That would wow. be me. Yep. That would totally be me if I did that. Uh, Josh, exactly, yeah. Josh Johnson, who is a, uh, a comedian, uh, he, he he tells a story about going to the dentist, and the dentist tells him, open his mouth real wide, and the dentist is looking in his mouth. He's got his mouth open as wide as it could be, and the dentist sneezed. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, have you ever had anything I like... My dentist. I think me and my dentist oh, are yeah. fighting. Oh, absolutely. Like, what the fuck, man? But have you ever had anything, like, really, like, uh, like you were, like, embarrassed about or anything like that that has come up? Like, you fart, like, really loud when you do it. Oh, yeah. And, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely a couple times where, like, I mean, sometimes you got to fart, man, and you're, you know, right in the middle of pulling a line. <laughs> You think you can kind of just squeak it out, but it makes a little more noise than you want. <laughs> you know? It's not the noise that's so bad. Yeah, what about the, the smell? Right. It's like, uh, you know, I went to the doctor and said, you know, I'm, I'm losing my hearing. I, I can't even hear myself fart. He said, we'll take these pills for about a week. I said, you know, make my hearing better. He said, no, they'll make you fart louder. Um, so, uh but yeah, so it's like a really personal thing, though. You're up up and close with people, so I would imagine things like that happen all the time. What about somebody somebody who's just a dick? They're moving too much and making your job really hard. You ever lose your cool and, and lose your temper a little bit? Like, dudes, sit still. I can't do this if you're going to be jittering all over the place. That has, has that come up? Yeah, I'd say I try to be very patient with people, you know, like getting tattooed sucks. It's normal to flinch, to twitch and all that stuff. But like 
if they have their friend with them and they're like chatting with them and moving around the whole time like while they're talking then i kind of get a little short with them but you don't have to be doing that you know you could sit still right uh yeah it's, it's just a fascinating one i do think uh and I, I know I've said this before, but I think if you uh, if you position it right, you guys could make a lot of uh, interesting content with, with in, ter in terms of a uh, reality TV show. It just takes a uh, good lighting system, good sound system, and um, video cameras and people who know how to set them up and, and, and work them and all that kind of stuff. But I think there is unlimited possibility for a really entertaining and informational show. Um, yeah, so Matt just greenlit your your show. Matt yeah. Just <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about the artistic background? Were you guys like uh, art students before tattoos? Like you obviously had to have some drawing and painting ability before you started this. Uh, backgrounds and all that kind of stuff. Um, I my German has always been very artistic. Uh, my mom taught me how to draw when I was really young. And um, I wanted to do something with art growing up. I just didn't really know what. And originally my plan was I was going to go to Chicago and go to the Art Institute out there. And I got accepted and everything. But then I saw how much tuition was. And I was like, all right, I'm not going to be paying that off at all. So yeah. I a break and then I started getting tattoos. And I was like, you know what? I really like this. I enjoy this culture. I enjoy this world. And kind of worked my way in and got my foot in the door. What about you, Robot? Did, were you an art student? I couldn't draw a stick figure when I started tattooing. I learned on the Re job. Really? Yeah. Uh, yes. Do you, do you draw it out on like a transparency before you? Uh, I've never been. I, obviously, I'm showing my naivety here. How you actually do it? Do you draw it on paper before you put it on the skin? Yep. Yep. Wow. I actually learned on the job, and it was a real struggle. But, uh, man, actually, I'm really fucking proud of myself for what I've learned to do uh, against all odds, dude. Nobody fucking believed in me, not even in me. But look where I am now. How many stick figure tattoos did you do before you caught on? Stick figure. <laughs> oh, I did stick figures fucking Kung Fu Fighting. That was one of the first ones I did, man. That was fun. Wow. Uh, now, I have a question for Scott. He he says he's got like pretty much a full bodysuit. When did when did you get your first tattoo and do you know how many tattoos you have in total? I got my first tattoo January 1991. It's a portrait of Jim Morrison on my left shoulder. Uh, as far as how many tattoos I have, I have one. It starts at my neck and goes all the way to my feet. Yeah. That was my next question. I was going all to right, ask you, right. once, the once, once, two, two, once two tattoos touch, do they become one tattoo? That was my next question. Yeah, that's, that's what right. I always yeah, tell I people. I have right. one. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever read The Illustrated Man? Oh. Ray, Ray Bradbury, uh, The <laughs> Illustrated Man? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Was that an inspiration for this? Was that what you always wanted to do? I mean, was this like in the plan when you were a kid? I want to get my entire body tattooed. I really, I don't know when it came about that I decided I wanted to do that. I, I was, I'm friends with a lot of tattoo artists and I ended up getting a really good deal on a bodysuit and I just went for it. I was making really good money at that time and I prepaid and after that it was just going in and getting tattooed. How much do you think you got invested in your body art? 
Oh, man. I, I would say hundreds of hours, maybe even thousands of hours. I don't know. It's. I wish I would have kept track, honestly. How about dollars? I couldn't even tell you. All right. did, they sign, did they sign the tattoos? I mean, once you're dead, will your body be famous? That's where I was going with this. Like, you're making an NFT out of yourself after you're dead. Get yourself stuffed and put I, the- <laughs> I would like to donate my skin to a, to a museum. I'd let them skin me. Yeah, I'll skin you. I was thinking more of just like stuffing you, like taxidermy. Uh, <laughs> the naked tattoo guy just sitting in a, a glass uh, thing as people walk by. Prop me up beside the jukebox, right? Yeah. As you were getting this done, as you were getting the work done, because it, it was over a period of time, what, did uh, did you get tattoo artists who were saying, "Who did this one? This job, this one is you know, I could have done it better." Or any any of that kind of stuff, like uh, tattoo artists uh, bashing other tattoo artists' work. Not really, because I've got phenomenal work on me. Anybody that's seen me, I've got huge horror portraits and. A- Picture of a kiss on my back, and like I'm very colorful. Beautiful. Beautiful. Are, are tattoo artists um, protective of their work? Like, like regular artists want to sign it and make sure it's authenticated and all that stuff. Or is is there that kind of um, uh, territorial? This is my work, and I want people to know it's my work type of thing. Most tattoo artists don't sign their work, but. Yeah, <laughs> I would think you would. I mean, I, if you're proud enough of it, why not? At least put your initials in it somewhere or something like that. No, hide something in it. You know. Yeah, I mean, I, there's definitely like that level of respect among artists where you don't touch another artist's work. You know? like, no, you I get. Up, that's fine, but you know, someone comes in there like, "Hey, I got this work done by a shop down the road. Will you finish it out?" Nine times out of ten, we're gonna be like, "No, sorry, you're gonna have to go back to them." You know? Nope. Well, that's interesting because I've talked about this a couple of times on the program. Now, we haven't had tattoo artists, right? Uh, talked about it uh, in terms of comedy and music. How, yeah, there's this, this is, you're supposed to be respectful and, and treat other people with respect and not bash the other guy. But there's a lot of backstabbing in both comedy and music. Uh, yeah. It's a cutthroat business. Yeah. It's a cutthroat business. But I, um, we, don't, we don't fuck other people's. When people come in, and it seems like a lot of times the customers want to see, like, uh, feuds between shops. They're like, oh, oh, I went to this place, and they, they, they suck. Like, hint, hint, like, are you going to, like, no. Uh, sorry you had a bad experience. How can I help you? We don't. Yeah. We're not going to play that shit. No. Does everybody always know what they want when they come in, or do, do people come in, like, uh-huh. I'm sure. I want, a, I want a tattoo, but I don't know what I want. Yeah, that happens every now and again. Yeah. We actually oh, have man. a we have a gumball machine at our shop. They they actually you get what you get. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, what, what are we gonna say? Well. Yeah. I love that yeah. actually about them. That he he's mentioned their gumball machine thing. I think that that's one of the raddest ideas I've ever seen. Yeah. Where you can fun. like if you don't know what you want to get, you can literally you can literally go into their shop. And and get one out of this giant gumball machine, and I think what is it sixty dollars or something like that? It's, yeah, but that's that's a rad deal. Kind of get whatever I love that. Yeah, or eighty. I hate to cut short, but I got to get back into work. All right. 
Well, oh, yeah, you're gonna imp- you're gonna work for the man, Scott. Yeah, I'm gonna work for the man. I appreciate you guys having us on. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being part of the show, and good good luck, man. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Rock on. See you later. Scott uh, from uh, Robots Rising. Uh, now, how'd you meet him? Uh, where, uh, did you guys know him? Did you meet him in the tattoo place? Or, or no? Dude, did- so Scott used to promote my old band all the time. I was in a band called Info, but it was spelled like I-N-F-A-U-X, like fake information. Cause we Info. That. Yeah. yeah, we got that a lot in Fox. Yeah, no, it's Info. You just don't know how to read. Uh, but yeah, he used to promote the shit. <laughs> I couldn't tell you how many fucking shows I did with that guy. Probably a hundred, maybe more that he promoted. And I always loved him. And then, like, I played this show at this record store downtown, and he brought his buddy Buddha. And uh, my friend David was playing bass for me at the time. And uh, he told Buddha, this was like a year and a half ago, two years ago. He was like, I want to sing for that band. And then here we are, you know. We joined a year later. That's an unusual story. You don't see people go from the business side of it. It usually works the other way around. You've been in the band yeah. in band for twenty years or so. Now you're just sick of all all that, and you don't want, want to go and make some money and go into the promotional mm-hmm. end of it. Uh, that's a reverse. Band for and he was like, "I want to fucking sing for Robots Rising. That's my shit." I was like, "Yeah, it's very cool." Like, I'm not glued to a microphone anymore. So he was a fan before he was part of the band. Can, yeah, yeah, that that that's pretty cool. That's very cool. Yeah, it was awesome, man. I, I He's living the mo- life of Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Now, uh, in terms uh, of of the business, and tonight there's a show. What what is it? Corning? What is uh, Col- Corner? Is that the name of it? Corner. Corner. Are you Corner? Yeah. All right, you guys, uh, when you're booking these people uh, and, and putting them in the in the studio, do you know them beforehand, or they just uh, do you know this band in particular uh, that's going to be there tonight, or a performer who's going to be there tonight, or did uh, they? You no, know, it's a takes... comedian tonight. It's a comedy show. Oh, a comedian. Yeah, Kerner's a comic. Um, I yeah, I do know Kerner. Uh, he's done a few of our open mics. He's done a few of our shows. Um, like I said before, though, we have uh, another local comic here. His name is Dylan. He kind of does a lot of like the promotional side of things, and he's been working with me since yeah. I think October or so. Um, so I kind of trust his judgment, you know, when it comes to like setting up shows. I feel like I'm fairly familiar with a lot of the local comics now. But anytime we have like a touring act or anything like that, like you know, Dylan's got a pretty good good judging character, so I kind of trust whoever he decides to bring to it. Typically, they will come in like the day before and kind of yeah. check out the space, you know, meet up, you know, hang out for a little bit. And I've loved everyone so far. There hasn't been anyone yet that I'm like, oh, it's really nice yeah. it seems like um... they've, even, they've even had Nick Dinsmore. Who was formerly Eugene of WWE? He does comedy now, and they had him yeah. at a show at Black Flag, which was yeah. super cool. I was there that night. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, we had a couple of comics from Toronto, guy. Canada, and Seattle, and uh, Montana. You know, we get we get a few like national yep. touring after that. It seems like a very eclectic type of vibe that that's going on in Sioux Falls. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Uh, it's not what I would expect. Put it that way. Uh, Right, right. I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, But on the comedy front, how often do you have comedy at at the uh, venue? 
Um, I would say, so we do open mics every week. We do open mics every Wednesday, and that's usually comedy. Um, I think every now and again we'll have like music or something, but nine times out of ten it's local comics kind of coming down and trying out new stuff. How many? How much of a, uh, a traffic on that open mic night is coming from the Mexican bar down the, down the strip? <laughs> Not as much as you would think, man. I always, as soon as we start doing stuff, I was like, oh, I bet they're gonna start popping over here, but. Not really. We've had like during music shows, we've had them pop in every now and again, but I don't think they really know what to make of it, so they don't really stick around for too long. You know? yeah. But yeah, um, I just think alcohol makes everybody think they deserve a microphone, right? Can we do right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, Sam, remember that time when we went in after we went to the bar and we went to go practice, and we fogged the room out, and that fucking guy just walked in. Oh yeah, yeah. sat down and we had no idea yeah. he was there. Yeah, we have a so we have a fog machine that we use when we play, <laughs> and uh, we had just bought it. And we're like, "Fuck it, dude, let's see how strong this thing is." And we fogged the room out. Like, it was cloudy. Wow! <laughs> All of a sudden, like we got done playing one of our songs, we just started laughing. Like walk over and there's just some random. Like, <laughs> The guy's pretty good. Who man. Like, Who the fuck are Who goes like, there? I heard music and I just came in. Yeah, there was a uh, original venue in New York City in uh, the 80s and 90s. It's somewhere around 87 I was playing there, and a band came in, and they had their own fog machine, and you weren't supposed to bring a fog machine. They, that was prohibited. But they, they turned it on, and... Uh, they uh, the venue got pissed off. The manager came and he's yelling at the guy, and the place is getting full of smoke. They smoked it out so bad that the place got robbed while they were arguing over. It. <laughs> no way. Yeah, <laughs> got held up and, and robbed by you know uh, armed robbery. We gotta, we gotta say goodbye. Yeah, guys, guys, I know they they're in That's the queue to go. Great. Yeah. I was just looking up who, who that goes tonight. I don't even know. But uh, Govs, uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for being here. Uh, Govs Comedy Club in Levittown, Long Island. Um, yeah, it's, it's a really, uh, you know, you can, if you had planned it out right, use that as a plan. I'm surprised nobody put that into a movie yet. That's got, somebody should be creative enough to put that in. Now that I'm putting it out there to the universe, somebody will steal that and put it in the script. Uh, yeah. Um, now, anything besides music and comedy, like that, ever, ever get you get, get approached with, like like psychic reading shows or any of that kind of right. stuff? Um, we've done uh, we've done a couple art shows in the past. Those are really fun, but they're kind of a headache to organize because, I mean, you've got 10, 15 artists. Everyone's got a booth. You know, you got to be in contact with all of them, organize it like that. Um, just last weekend, my girlfriend's a photographer. And uh, her and her friends set up like a little like vintage clothing pop-up sale, I guess you could say, where her friend was selling vintage clothes. My girlfriend was taking photos of people in them. Um, so that was pretty fun. You know, it's it's fun doing stuff like that because it involves the shop. It brings people in, but like we don't really have to organize it. You know, like it can be a little bit much running the tattoo side of things, and then also trying to like organize shows and events and stuff like that. So, what is this comment about? Well, I didn't even see this comment before. Try dating a 400-pound man that almost faints at, at seeing needles on TV but loves getting tattooed. Uh, wow, that's, that's interesting. Uh, I can't imagine a needle a needle of hope getting uh, tattoos. 
Uh, honestly, dude, I hate needles. I'm not a fan of needles, but with tattooing, it's a little different because they're not, they're not like penetrating through your skin. You know, it's not like a shot where you can feel the fucking needle go. Right. What the 400 pound thing uh, has me interested in this. So, uh, a guy comes in, he's obese, and you put a tattoo on him. Then he loses 400 pounds, and he's like uh, buff. What would happen? A tattoo is worth like shit, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so you could get a uh, like a fat chick tattooed on you, and by and you lose all the weight, and that's she's a hottie. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting stuff. Most of the uh, she's a tall hottie too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It gets stretched out. Um, Percentage-wise, is it more women now than than guys getting tattoos? I'm, I'd say it's pretty fifty-fifty, honestly. Well, yeah. um, I think it depends on like, what kind of work you're doing, too. You know, when I was a kid, it was ninety-five-five. I mean, it was ninety-five percent male. Mm -hmm. Women never got tattoos. It was one in my teen years that women started getting tattoos, like yeah, on a regular basis. Years. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> I'd say it's pretty close to 50. Lately, I've been tattooing a lot more girls. Yep. I've been getting, like, the smaller Pinterest tattoos. You know, I will say a lot of guys get, like, more, like, bigger, more intricate stuff. With things like okay, if, if you had, if I put you on the spot to, uh, to kind of recall the uh, oddest uh, thing you ever had to tattoo on somebody, would you be able to do it? Uh, I mean, as far as, wow, that that's a new one on me. Like, I, I can't imagine anybody wanting that. Could you come oh, up with one or anyone yeah, that's that? I had a guy a couple months ago. Um, he came in and he wanted to get like a memorial piece for his grandfather, which is totally cool. And uh, he wanted to get his grandpa's name with like the birth date. And then he wanted a picture of Garfield, the cat, with angel wings and a halo. And I was like, all right, for sure. And uh, tattooing him, Marceau, so your grandpa, pretty big Garfield fan. He's like, no. <laughs> Are you a pretty big Garfield fan? And he's like, no, not really. <laughs> Why Garfield? He's like, I don't know. I just, it spoke to me. I'm like, okay. Wow. So at that point, did you say what? You know, I'm not supposed to do work on people on drugs. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, yeah. No, I was like, I just, uh, I just finished it out. You know. <laughs> yeah. Don't ask. Don't tell. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, uh, I'm, uh, this may sound like a, you know, I, I should know this answer, but you take a deposit up front. I mean, you, you make them pay afterwards or they pay up front. <laughs> I would see, I could yeah. see, because it's permanent art. And it's like, a, uh, it's like you, you can't, you know, it, once it's done, you can't take it back. If they refuse to pay when you're done, it kind of get a little sticky. You, you make them pay up front. I've only ever had one person skate away without paying. Only one. Well, that that one yeah. too many, I think, right? <laughs> yeah, still talk to your mom. Still talk to your mom after that. I would uh, strap him down and then put something else on him that he didn't want, like you know. <laughs> uh, I can see that happening. Yeah, strap him down and, and put a dick on his head, pointing down his nose or something. <laughs> Uh, yeah, right. when they fill out their right. paperwork, we take their IDs. So, like, if it came down to it, we could call the cops or press charges. We could find them. I feel like most people are pretty respectful. Right. 
I, 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 you know, I know when I asked a stupid question, that was a stupid question, but it was one I didn't know the answer to. So, uh, but this is a, an equally stupid question, and you might not know the answer. But did you ever have a criminal identified because of a tattoo that you had put on them? I haven't, but I've seen it happen before. Um, yeah. Actually, not necessarily with criminals, but I'm in a couple like Facebook groups with a bunch of tattoo artists, and uh, it's kind of sad. But like, if people go missing or if they recover like dead bodies, oh yeah, I've seen them get uh, identified that way. There was just one a couple months ago where the gal posted a photo of like a missing person or like a body they had recovered. And I was, did anybody do this tattoo? You recognize it? And one person in the comments was like, "Yeah, I did that tattoo. I know exactly who that is." So wow. Is, yeah. That's this, this is, uh, again, I'm always thinking about promotional ideas here. One of the things, like, are you concerned about uh, your safety and all this stuff? And, what, you know, you want people to always know where you are? Get a self-identifying tattoo on your hand or something like as a promotional. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if your husband beat you and you're worried about going missing, we could, <laughs> we could at least tag yeah. you up. Or do you have a dementia patient at home who might walk away? Uh, we could tattoo your phone number on it. On it, yeah. All like, listen. There's a market for it. If there's a market for it, that's a pretty smart idea. We've done it before, where people who are like diabetic, they get like their like type one diabetic with their name. And like medicines that they have, they'll have that tattooed on them in case they have an episode and pass out. And the paramedics show up and exactly what to do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and comedian only knows one joke, and you just tattoo that one joke that they know and keep yeah. telling over and over <laughs> and over again. Boy, and also, James has a note like a like a notepad on his wrist. And if you're oh, into. Okay. Uh, uh, below the like uh, the the little signature, in and if you're into uh, punk metal uh, angst music, check out Robots Rising. Yeah, for real. Yeah, <laughs> a, little, a little plug there. Uh, when's your next? Right. When's your next show? Do you have a show coming up that for Robots Rising coming up? Yeah, we're playing um, here in town. It's a bar called Full Circle Book Club. Um, it's a it's a book co-op, but they also have kind of like how our shop where they have like their business side and then they have an event side. Um, we'll be playing there on the twenty third. Uh, a good friend of mine is releasing a poetry book, and he asked us yep. to play, so that will be pretty fun. Very cool. It seems like in the middle of America, there are a lot of these uh, uh, hybrid businesses. There are bookshop by the day, venue by night, or, or it seems like there's more of that than there are here in in uh, on the East Coast, anyway. Uh, Interesting stuff there. Well, good luck with, with with the shows. Now in in South Dakota, do you get cowboys coming in every once in a while? Like, uh, yeah. do, yep. you know, are yeah. they are they uh, like are they supportive of the music or are they like that? Yeah, that ain't no Toby Keith song. <laughs> they're they're kind of um, different. I uh, I don't know if we've had any like real country people come to any of our shows recently i mean if they did they didn't say anything to us yeah uh, but i you know i can't imagine it would be their country but maybe it would be i don't know cowboy hats in town a lot like in, around town you see people walking around with cowboy hats who don't have oh, yeah. cows or bulls oh yeah absolutely. dude there's um, everybody there's, rides there's, their buffaloes to work like cowboys you know? here on, on what we call west river on the other side of the state 
Mm-hmm. And they're straight up like, you hear a cocaine cowboys? And I never thought I'd fucking see one, but I swear to God they exist. They're <laughs> you know, fucking fucked up on meth, dude. And it's insane <laughs> the shit that they do. No, uh, yeah, the, I get it. But, you know, I don't have any problem with cowboys, but I have problems with meth, too. I have problems with seeing people dressed up like a cowboy who never worked on a cattle ranch ever and all that. But we see a lot of that. Yeah, you're not a cowboy. Why are you? Why are you dressed up like a cowboy? It's not Halloween. No, the Mexicans that actually they dress like cowboys. So let me ask you this, man. Weird fucking hook shoes with the hook boots with the weird buttons. Yeah. What do you want to ask me, Willie? All that at, the, at nighttime when we're leaving, no, when it's like Friday and Saturday night, yeah, and they're doing like their I used to, I used to be a groundskeeper for a rodeo ground, so does that count? Does, that counts, absolutely. Yeah. Well, cowboy attire, I mean, it, it counts to some extent, yes, it does count. I mean, you can, you can definitely, uh, if you're working, that's right. that's you know, but I've had rodeo guys, guys who were traveling with the rodeos. Uh, crash like frat parties in college, and they really weren't cowboys. They were just traveling with the rodeo, and they but they acted like they were bull riders and all this kind of stuff. And they they had all the outfits, the spurs, and all that nonsense. And they were always looking for a fight. They were always looking to get drunk and start a fight. And how open the real cowboys would yep. jump in. No, uh, I, I would. I would. Uh, I actually wanted to try and do rodeo clowning. I tried that. My wife yeah, that doesn't. Really. That doesn't surprise me. I, I think you would end up getting in a fight with a bull and finding out uh, the, the horns are, are not so fun. Uh, I, <laughs> See, I think he would fall in love with a gay cow. Did the bull wins? <laughs> it looks like it looks like Sam everybody Battery might have died. Uh, like well, everybody yeah. wins. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been gored by a bull. By the way, it's not it's not fun. Yeah, all. the crowd would uh, be very oh, interesting. Yeah. Wow. Well, they talked me into trying to ride a bull in, in uh, when I was in New Mexico, and I think I was on for less than a full second. Uh, <laughs> and and as soon as I was on the ground, they you know the guys came out to try to distract the bull, but it didn't distract him for long enough, and he gored me right in the shoulder. And I'm oh, telling yeah. you, uh, uh, it was, yeah, I still I just hurt just thinking about it. Remembering yeah. it. it was 45 yeah. years ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, so I, I knew right, but I, I said because last week I was in a bar where they have a mechanical bull, and there was a chick on it. And I said, you know what, chicks are made for riding bulls better than guys are. I don't know why yeah. there isn't like more female rodeo uh, stuff because the hip thing well, that just because an advantage. Those are boobs, pal. Society can't things. take that. Like, like. Like if a dude falls off a bull and gets gored, like like we can wince and be like, ah. Oh. But if that happens to a chick, most of society would be like, like, oh my god, you know? Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Especially if she's hot. If she's not, if she's ugly, we wouldn't care. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Nobody wants to see a pretty girl get fucking pummeled by a fucking hoof. That is true. Absolutely. I, like I do. Fall off the bull <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, I'm getting from that. 
<laughs> anyway, I, it's, it's time to wrap things up. Well, I appreciate you guys being uh, being here. It's great to uh, uh, really get to know what you do. I really, I know I'm a broken record, but I, I really think there's a, a potential for a uh, reality TV show. And if you guys are going to uh, get off the, the, the pot and do something about this, I'm going to do something about it. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, don't play Oh, it's been my pleasure, man, and, and come back sometime. And and you know what? Either through Will or you can just drop me a line about uh, stuff you want me to promote, whether you have flyers or have Scott just keep on sending me stuff uh, to, to mention on here. Uh, we have the uh, show tonight in the description. We also have your Instagram pages and all uh, your Facebook pages in the description for people to click and find out more about what you do. I think hey, when we're done here, can you play the commercial for the sex toy again? I'm really interested in that. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, which which one would you like, the Mister uh, the Mister Geronimo or the Turbo? Uh, Turbo. I... Yeah, Turbo is the self masturbating uh, red button thing. That's this one. Let's go with one? that one. Yeah, let's go with okay. that one. <laughs> now, be careful with that red button. What it does, it will suck the cum right out of you. Centrifugal force ejaculation. Force ejaculation. Don't ever press the red button, I'm telling you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks for being I'm here, guys. Thank you for having us, man. Yeah, thanks for having us, man. All right. Great to have you guys. Bye for now. Absolutely. Uh, Sam and Robot. <laughs> good, good find there, Willie. Uh, and, and thanks for, for getting them on the program. I, let me take this Thank out. We got a full yeah, month I ahead of us. I'm not even going to go through the list of what we got coming up. Um, I'm still not. Uh, Brendan is supposed to be on Tuesday. Uh, I still haven't heard back from him about that, but I'm I'm looking forward to that. I hope that that really comes through. I know uh, he's been doing this. He's got a television show in development with Fox, and he's been doing this Super Bowl show and all that kind of stuff. So. Maybe just too busy to get back to me, but we are on plan for Tuesday. But the calendar is kind of full up, and I have 15 or 20 more people to kind of go back. Comedians are, are mentally challenged. They're just fucking mentally challenged. Like, they'll give me a, a date. It will be a um, a Sunday, and I like, the show is Monday through Friday. Uh, and yeah, I know. And, I, make I, it, I try and make it as crystal clear as I can, and I still get dumb questions all the time. And I get just a date, and I like pick a time, and then they'll say like two thirty. I'm like, no, pick a time. It says right on it, nine fifteen or ten fifteen a.m. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it's, it's frustrating. <laughs> the purpose of the forum is not to have to go back and forth. And so then they just say, I got one that says April. April? I mean, I'm like, not going to lie. There's been, there's been at least three times where I've scheduled, like, I just get the information that I know I need to plug in for them, and I just fucking book them myself. Because right. it's, it's easier than answering all the questions. April. Okay, April what? Like, and what time? Like, I can just right. pick a date and a time for you? Are you going to show up? Yeah. That's my concern. I don't want to put you on the calendar and then find out, because we get enough no-shows <laughs> as it is. April 31st. Right. April I try 31st. and follow up. April 31st. That's a good one. Uh, February 30th. February 30th. We have a great show for you. Tune in then. Uh, just <laughs> really quickly. Uh, so next week, uh, Taylor Dunn is on the on the twelfth. Uh, Taylor Dunn and Dan, Daniel Morris. Ron Kane is uh, for Tuesday morning. Then Brendan Walsh after Ron Kane, which would be a good one. Maybe we'll let Ron stick around for that. I don't know. Uh, and then uh, James Mack and two more people on on Valentine's Day. What do we got there? What, what's going on with that one? Oh, uh, Stephen, the sitcom. Uh, Ortiz or something. Uh, so we got a full week next week. John Daddio uh, Clark uh, on 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 Thursday, who is a uh, musician comedian. People coming because you know GD is going to asterisk these guys. Right. So we have a full week next week. I mean, I have two two guests booked for every day. We'll see if they show up. This is my, you know, my problem with all these people is uh, they they're booking times, but. That doesn't mean they're necessarily going to show up. Um, oh, and Jackie, uh, Jackie Mike West wants to know if his request went through. Who? I literally, I literally just got asked. Somebody just messaged Mike, Mike West? West. Do you have him? Is that Big list? M? Is that Mike yeah. Big M? Yeah, he's booked for Friday at nine fifteen. Next Friday, a week from today, uh, nine fifteen. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. All right. I confirmed with him last night. That's the other thing. What, what, what day is that? Friday. Yeah. Friday yes. the uh, okay. Friday the sixteenth. Yeah. Uh, so we got a, a, a like a full calendar pretty much, um, and we'll see. Uh, by the way, the Chris Burris, the um, the guy with the the stuff that's going to make you live forever, the the carbon molecule. Oh, right. Yeah. The CS guy. Yeah, he is. Uh, he is brilliant enough to figure out how to double your lifespan, but not so good. But not brilliant uh, enough to figure out how to get on the show. Yeah, the time zone. It was a time zone thing. He was ready to come on at uh, eleven fifteen my time. Uh, so he's rebooked now one more time uh, on the Tuesday the twenty seventh, and he said he'd definitely be here uh, on that. So you know, we'll see what we have to say, and we'll make one of you guys a guinea pig. I think we should make GD a guinea pig since he looks 150 already. Um, we could just say he took the pill and he lived to 150, right? Yeah. Look how look how angry he looks. You see how angry he looks? Look, no. Oh, that's your happy face. That is the only face I have. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, okay. All right, be that way. All right, I'm getting rid of you guys. I'm telling you both to get out of my room, and then I'm getting out of the room. I have work to do, and then I have giggity gigs. I have inflammation of the gigatitis. No, I, yeah, see, you. Right, get out of my room. All right, that's uh, that's the show. Terrible crash landing to the end of this program. I'm sorry. We're going through uh, calendars and stuff like that. Uh, tune in next week, uh, and same bat time, same bat station, 
and see more of this ridiculousness. Till then, don't forget to turn on your radio button.
listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now.